Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Okay. As long as you're not typing like that. I'm angry typing. I'm, I'm happy now. Okay, cool. All right, let's get started. Okay. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. We have Fred. I've returned. Yes. And we have our guest host, Charles Carrington. What's going on, guys? Hey, Charles. All right. How's it going? All right. How about yourself? Good, good, good. This is episode number 110, Listener Series, Volume 7 with Charles Carrington. Nice. Ooh, 110 episodes. Wow. I know. I saw that. When Thanks, I was Ryan. logging in, and I was like, "Oh crap, 110!" That's the same amount of voltage I got coming out of my wall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was shit. so lame. This shit just hits me, man, and I just say, "What the hell am I gonna do?" Let's have some chocolate, man. Have nobody, some chocolate. Nobody hears me nodding my head anymore. So, well, I still hear you, you roll your eyes every time I talk. Now <laughs> you've moved the microphone away, so you're not hitting it anymore. Yeah, that's true. Nice. <laughs> That's the secret. Okay. <laughs> All right. So let's first catch up with everyone's week. Uh, who wants to go first? Fred. Yeah, oh, Fred. I'll go Fred first. Fred corrects my lowercase Saturday and lowercase Sunday to uppercase Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> so, yeah, I skipped out on you guys last week for purely selfish reasons I'm not going to go into now. Uh, but shortly following that, Wednesday night, got out of work, came home, threw some stuff in my wife's car, stole it. Uh, and I boogied on down to Sebring, Florida. They had the uh, annual Sebring Light Sport Aircraft Expo air show, and they were also hosting uh, some of the multi-GP races down there. Uh, I found out a little while back that Thomas and Paul Bitmata from Australia was going to be in, and I've been talking to these guys since, well, I think since Thomas was about eight years old, uh, watching them grow in the hobby. Thomas and Paul is a father and son team, that, uh, you know, they've been flying all sorts of RC aircraft since he was just a little kid. And uh, Thomas has is, is grown into quite the uh, drone racer. In fact, he, uh, he he won the race down at the Expo this year. Nice. Uh, wow. So, yeah, I got to go hang out with them for a little while. Uh, I, I saw Alex Grieve and Chris Thomas, of course, was there from uh, multi-GP and uh, someone I hadn't seen him by a while was Jeremiah from Stone Blue Airlines. He was there too. Got to say hi to him. It was it was definitely worth the trip down to the point that I got there, hung out for a couple hours, decided that was enough, jumped back in my car and took the six and a half hour drive home. So yeah, I, I, I went down there back and, and everything in less than 24 hours. Now Fred, I know where Sebring is because uh, the wife wanted to actually move uh, out that way. To that yeah. town in that area, and I remember um, it's like around. It's a there's a big lake there, right? One of the bigger lakes in Florida. It's kind of to the left of that. Yeah, there's a couple of lakes down that area. Florida is pretty much just underwater. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so so that was that part of it, and then um, came home, spent the day here at the house. Then the next day, yeah, uh, my wife and I went over to um, Milton, Florida. It's over just a little bit east of Pensacola. And uh, there's a train museum there because railroading was big in this area for the logging industry, turpentine, all the stuff that, that needed train transportation. 
And so uh, they got a museum for that. But what was really cool is they have this little area outside that's an outdoor scale train exhibit. Nice. You know, as an outdoor train display, and they run the trains on it. Well, I took the whoop there, asked the guys if they'd mind me flying. They said, no, do it. That'd be awesome. So I got to fly the tiny whoop all over this this miniature neighborhood. Oh, cool. I thought that you had the, the camera on top of one of the trains or something. I, I did that, too. Okay. But uh, I, I did a little bit of everything. The guys were super cool. They were really, really welcoming. Uh, I, you know, I'm thinking they're going to be really kind of old man planker style, but with trains. But, no, <laughs> they were awesome. And uh, so, yeah, I, I crashed it onto the, tr- you know, the, the display. And they're like, oh, no big deal. They went up, walked on there, grabbed it, brought it back down to me. Uh, they just thought, I mean, I put up a monitor so they could see the FPV footage. And they, they just thought it was a blast. So uh, I might have to go back and try it again. I'm going to put the footage together and uh, throw that up on the YouTube. Nice. But, uh, yeah, it, it was it was awesome. So, I mean, it was kind of a, a lesson. You know, you never know what the people are going to be like. Go out there and ask them. Yeah, you don't have to be a rogue pilot. You know, going in there trying to be all rebel. Ask the guys; they might they might be excited to have you participate. Nice, yeah, man. And I know I saw pictures of those larger. I don't even know what scale they are. The larger trains with like the guy rides on them and has like, yeah, he, they had one of kids them. in the back. Yeah, I remember those when I was a kid, man. Yeah, they had one of them that they ran around. Uh, I didn't quite fly with that and and so I, I was running into some issues and i'm you know my wife's like oh maybe it's interference and i'm like no there's no interference it's trains it's not like they're running radio systems then the guy's giving me like the the in-depth tour he takes me back in the back room and he's showing me the, the the big console there and uh yeah sure enough they've got little 2.4 gigahertz transmitters they used to program the trains speed them up slow them down run the lights make the steam blow all off of their own little 2.4 gigahertz transmitters. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe that was what I was having issues with. Yeah, yeah. So, can you hear, yeah. can you hear my head shaking? I'm nodding. Yep. Yeah, you're not quite bumping the, the mic, so. You know, I know that. Like, years ago, when I was by myself, I living here, um, and I was single, I used to set Christmas tree up every year. I don't, don't do it now because rooms are different, and this is no longer the living room where I used to set up. I don't have the room now. But years ago, I used to set up the tree, and I have this old train set from my dad when when he was a kid. It's an old Lionel set, and I've started to get things working. And every year, I just had I set up maybe four or five years, but every year I would I would try to fix something that he had, or um or get something new. So there's only one place in North Jersey where anybody goes for for train stuff, and it's in Booton area off of 287. And I went there, and that's where the guy was like, "Yeah, you got to see this stuff now." I was like. I remember the pills, like for the Smokies, like oh no, they yeah. don't have those anymore because kids were eating them. Um, oh no! But, oh, yeah, man. yeah. So, so, so they're so, they're 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 put on the shelf next to the Tide Pods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so that's where I first saw a newer train doing all that stuff. I mean, I wasn't like I was never into trains like that, you know, like crazy, you know. But uh, I thought it was interesting, you know, that they used a, an RC transmitter, you know, to control a lot of the stuff. And, the, you know, the smoke now pours out so realistic and the, the sounds are amazing. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Well, I'll tell you what was kind of cool with this place is so the museum hosts the property. The county or the town is sponsored. They pay for a lot of the setup. And the, the, the model train club is teamed up with a garden club. 
And the garden club had come in and they planted different types of plants to be the vegetation on this display. Oh, that's cool. So, so the, they put in like different types of plants to be the trees. And mm. so and, and they, the guys have a good sense of humor. So they have some areas that's real scale. And, you know, I've got a couple of pictures that look like you're on the street looking at the, the neighborhood, the, the car and the train coming. Um, and then there's other places where they have like little plastic figurines tucked away, hidden. It's almost like a scavenger hunt. As you're walking around, you have to pick them out. And while I was there, there the guy was all, all he was so excited because he had gone to the store and he came back with this plastic King Kong, which he had <laughs> then attached to the the giant trussle bridge. To, <laughs> now Godzilla was already on top; he's he's ruling the the roost up there. But God, uh, King Kong was climbing up to get him. Yeah, I saw that picture, man. That was pretty cool. I had to laugh at that. Maybe I have to throw a link of the uh, to the pictures on the free fall page. Yeah, yeah. You know, now that I've talked about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Who wants to go next? I'll go. You want me to go? Go. Or do you want to go? All right, dude. I did a ton of stuff this week. It was freaking awesome. For being January, it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ton of stuff. I um charged up. I've been printing like mad still with the 3D printer, and I, I tweaked a lot of settings on that. I've been redoing a couple of pieces because of the, the – I'd found out that this program I'm using, Simplify CD, Simplify 3D, is actually yeah. – it's actually really cool the way you can layer stuff. And I didn't realize, you know, how in depth these programs are. Like with some of these parts, you're supposed to actually do a double layer wall for the first like three millimeters. And then it takes over and does a single layer wall. Well, it doesn't just mm-hmm. stop the double layer and start the single. It kind of merges it all together, you know, into one. Oh, nice. And, yeah. yeah it, it's pretty amazing. So that really is cutting down on a lot of the weight. So I've re- been redoing some parts and, uh, and just tweaking some settings, having some fun with that. That is like Christmas morning. Like every time my timer goes off, I'm like running downstairs and I'm like, all right, the part's done. You know, let me check it out. And it's been, it's been really cool. Really good experience. But we flew nice. on Saturday and Sunday this weekend, which was freaking mm-hmm. awesome. And, uh, you and I got together real quick, uh, by you and in, in the park. And I just brought, I brought my scale heli and my, my little oxy 255 with eight batteries and uh yeah we burned through i burned through all eight batteries man and had a great time beating the crap out of that thing man and i gotta say thanks to you steve for helping me out with my tiktoks um they were looking pretty crappy and you kind of watched what i was doing you were like it worked out really well then we flew on sunday at gca uh, Mm um with the fellas with rob and devin and bill and mike and uh After a couple of flights, I got two flights in on the Oxy, and then something happened. It was like somebody took over my radio channel, and it was flying all crazy. So I kind of landed that and broke a link. But I think something popped off, like a link had popped off, because it was just pulling to the left, and it was just bad. Did it make a weird noise? No, no. Dude, it was just like, um, you know, flying okay, and then all of a sudden it was pulling to the left really hard. And I was like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? And it did it a couple times, and I just you know, cut power and just yeah, drop it in. in. But just going back there, I don't think you lost the link. Because if you lost the link, the main rotor sounds really weird. It's like, it sounds kind of like wishy-washy. It's like really weird sounding. If you, if you you know, if one of the blades basically lost, um, you know, one of the pitch links or whatever. So, hmm. I don't know. I don't know I, either. I know. It was the only yeah. thing that was off. You should, you should double check and make sure you didn't strip a, a servo horn. Maybe something like that might have happened. Yeah, I'll check. I, I did check it. When I had it back at the bench, it didn't seem like the servos were 
stripped out or anything. But I was beating on it pretty bad, so who knows? I gotta mm-hmm. check it out yet. Cool. And then I started doing some auto rotation training with Rob McToon, man, Rob McClellan, mm-hmm. who um was trying to get me to trying to teach me the right way to do it. And Devin and Bill and everybody's. I got the helicopter in the air and I got three people yelling at me. Oh, just shut the motor off! Just, you know, Bill's like, just shut the motor off. And I'm like, I, and I'm I'm in an orientation where I don't. I'm I'm more comfortable like right to left than left to right. So I get it up there and I'm like, I'm like, I can't do this. You guys are all like in my face yelling and stuff. And so then Rob was like, Yeah, let's just do it one on one. And and uh, I pulled it into an area that I, you know, an orientation that I was more comfortable with, and started practicing auto rotations. And it's actually. It seemed easy. I know I'm saying that, and I never cut. Well, he was cutting the power on me, you know, at a certain height. But uh, something I want to practice some more because it it definitely seemed like once you get that right or you know attitude of the helicopter, seems like mm-hmm. it's it's pretty easy all the way down, you know, until you yeah. get to the bottom and you have to make some small corrections. And so uh, that was really cool. I'm I'm kind of excited to do some more training with him. And then what else did I do, man? Oh, I got my Oxy 4 in uh, yesterday. I came home and it was on the porch. So, yeah, I got the Oxy 4. I can't wait to start putting that together. Of course, I took that out of the box. I got a box, Steve. And and I looked at everything, and everything looked pretty cool. And got the stretch kit for it that came in the box. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to slowly put that together, man. Um, Awesome. And then you know get the other parts esc motor and all that on a podcast related note i was listening to it's funny i was listening to a podcast that we did uh from march 4th of last year mm-hmm. and i was talking about okay so it this wasn't last year it must have been two years ago when i said yeah it must have been two years ago that i had gotten the heli bug bad and i was still flying the 180 two years ago <laughs> and i i had to laugh i thought that was funny man especially with like the stuff I'm I'm getting into now and I'm I'm having so much fun with, you know, the maneuvers and all that. Yeah. Well it's, it's funny cool, because like you know, you're like, Oh, this one eight is such a good heli and now you're flying a seven hundred. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, This is my favorite heli now, you know. So it's funny. It's cool. Yeah. It's good, man. Good. But yeah, I'm having a good time. I'm really feeling a lot more comfortable with six ninety and I'm doing I was doing some low pyros, you know low for me uh, when 690 maybe like 20 off the feet off mm-hmm. the ground you know pyro flips and um yeah get more definitely more comfortable with that maneuver in the one direction so what have you been up to steve yeah so we flew saturday sunday um i don't even know how many flights i got on saturday i think it's more like i think i was like five on each heli or four on each, on each heli and then okay. sunday we flew at gta with with the boys uh and that was cool so I brought all my oxys, so oxy two, three, four. Um, yeah. The two, and they're all stretched. They're all the two pluses, three plus, four plus. The two, I'm I'm still getting some crazy wobble, and I'm not sure what it is. So I really gotta go over that whole heli and and double check. I know one thing right off the bat is I have those links servo saver horns. You know, the ones that are like cut. They have like a little slot and have a rubber band around the. The horn, so when like if you crash, it would just kind of slip off, and you can kind of just pull it back. I think something with that is off, um, or like I'm like it's not tight enough, so I'm losing teeth as it's like in the air because it just it's just all over the place. It's uh, the neo can't handle it. So yeah, you know I'm really getting comfortable with the oxy three, and and you know I'm doing like this little smack move that I do, 
and I'm doing it really low on the ground. Like I don't mind doing it five feet off the ground with the Oxy three, you know, anywhere from five to ten feet. I'm trying to keep it at one level because it's it's basically doing like a nose in to a backflip, and then I flip back upright. I do a one eighty when it's knife edge, and I'm trying to keep all the the pops when I pop it up to be uh, very little, but it stays pretty much on the same level. But that little smack move I do, it's really like, I mean, I, I'm, I, it's like muscle memory. I just, I can do it anytime and it's so much fun to do. So nice. I'm really enjoying that. I remade an Agawi X7 and I have to say it was completely successful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it did not eat itself. It did not. Yeah, I didn't lose any tail gears. I didn't lose anything. It uh, it flew great. I started doing, you know, all the moves that I normally do. And of course, you know, I was a little apprehensive at first about doing like, you know, my back hurricanes and stuff like that. That you know, because I had the tail gear strip on me before, and so. But I started doing it anyways, and it held and tail down funnels. It was holding. It was, it was good. Yeah, yeah. I I have to see. What I'm going to do with this heli, because I need to get some lighter battery packs. I want to try to make this my sort of light heli. Like, I want to make it under 11 pounds if possible. And you know, I don't mind if I swap the 5,000 packs to like 4,500 or something. or And, you know, give those a try and see how they, how, you know, how it, basically if it makes weight, you know. Right. I actually wanted to ask you, because you fly 4,500s on your 690, right? Um, No, I think they're 4,100s. Oh, 40, yeah. two forty one hundreds, and I have two. I have two packs that are both, you know, two forty one hundreds, and then I have one pack of thirty seven hundreds. Thirty seven is that's small. I'm curious. You should let me let me borrow your forty five hundred packs for one flight. I just want to, or you know, put it on there and see what it weighs. Because you just yeah, have sure. it velcroed down to the tray, right? It's not like uh, yeah, it's velcroed and strapped down to the tray. It's not like it's double sided or shrink wrapped or anything, right? Um, I might have double. No, I think it's velcro. I don't think I double sided them. Or soldered okay, them yeah. in or anything like that. <laughs> so, if, yeah, if I could borrow uh, just for a flight, I want to see what that feels like, if it's worth. Maybe, I'll, I mean, depending on, on how much time we have next time we fly, maybe I'll try the 37s too. I want to I wanna see, you know. Because yeah. uh, I do need to make a pack order and, for this helicopter because I've been, ri- I've been flying these two, like, you know, one's the beat-up 5000 that came out of a 12S stick pack that I chopped in half. And the other one has like two bad cells in it, so like I'm oh, not flying geez. the best, you know, packs uh, for this heli, you know. So I need to buy a set of packs, but I want to know, 45s are good, or can I get a good flight time on 3700s? Because if I could do that, that's definitely going to be under 11 pounds. There's no way that that helicopter is going to be uh the X7 is going to be more than 11 pounds with 3700s. Those are like 570 12s setups you know like that's like a 600 size pack so i really can't tell a difference well what about your flight time that's uh that's probably the biggest difference you know what it is is i go i go up and down in head speed and i never keep it consistent so i don't know you know i'm like five mm. six minutes because i i'll drop it down to like 800 and i'm flying around tooling around as that and then i'm back up to like 1400 right okay and then, and then 1900 for like my quote unquote crazy Head speed of nineteen hundred. Okay, yeah. So I never really know, and I don't feel the difference. But yeah, it was I, I. You know, like I probably wouldn't notice a difference as far as flight time until after the flight. But then I'll look and see, like, okay, I pulled eighty percent out of the pack. What am I at? And you know, I'd like to see at least a four, four and a half minute uh, flight time, if not at least five. 
The yeah. five thousands I pulled um, almost five and a half, like five minutes and fifteen, and I was at like twenty three percent left on the pack. So you know, which isn't bad. I could probably go close to yeah, like five and a half and be twenty percent. That's not bad. You know, that's pretty. So if I could yeah. get five minutes at forty five hundred, that'd be cool. Um, you know, so we'll see. Uh, I did put the oxy four in on my last flight. <laughs> yeah, I so saw I'll, pictures. I'll, I wasn't there for that one. Yeah, yeah. So I was flying that around, and it was like it was the last battery I was flying. You know, it's getting dark. I think Devin was like, "Oh, cut the weeds, cut the weeds," and I was like, you know, I want to do you know what they call in South Jersey, like basically, you know, it's like doing a shark move, like you dunk the heli in upright and you pop it out, right? And you know, you know, as I mentioned before, on my on the last episode, that um, the Oxy Four is very like twitchy, like. You go positive and it just flies across the field. You go negative, it flies the other way across the field. Like it's very sensitive around center. So I try to just give a quick little negative to dip it in, and it just flew into the weeds. It didn't hit the ground. It was floating in the weeds. But I, I stripped the main gear. Like I really stripped the main gear. The thing didn't have any any clean teeth on it. It was all shredded. So you know that's all in order already. I ordered that and landing skids and stuff just to have some spare and a tail boom, just have some spare parts stuff. So. That's my typical oxy flight, dude. Stripping the main gear. <laughs> yeah, main sure. gear and landing gears, and sometimes once in a while tail boom, right? So yeah, so yeah, so I got those parts on order. Um, so cool. we'll see how that goes. Yeah. All right, let's. Uh, so let's see what's up, Charles. What you been up to? Not much, man. Just uh, flying as much as possible, basically. Um, mm-hmm. Got out Saturday. Flew maybe ten, eleven o'clock till. Our sign went down both days. Saturday, Sunday, flying. Oh, nice. uh, Flying uh, N7 and uh, N5C and E7SE. Yeah, we got a Synergy fanboy here, don't we? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Nice. Love it. Uh-huh. So, you awesome, know, that's man. about it. Kind of went through about yeah. maybe about two and a half gallons of fuel. Uh, that's decent, man. Days. So, you know, yeah. that's about... Like, what, like 14, 15 flights out of those two? Well, no, maybe even more, right? Like, uh, Yeah, a little bit more. Yeah, I think like 18 flights or so. I think I get yeah, about seven on the N7 per gallon. Yeah, plus I'm also running a header tank also. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. About that much. Nice. And uh, that's about it, man. Just out, hang with the fellas, hang with the guys. Just enjoying the weather, you know, ready for the uh, summer to get here. Warm up. Tired of this cold here. But uh, sure. that's about it, man. You know, then I uh, came home and worked on the 806. Getting my 806 back in the air. Um, nice. Finally going 14S on it. Nice. I've, yeah, I've been 12S uh, since that helis came out. Um, kind of like how Matt was saying, you know, take your motor ESC from, you know, E7. So I did that for the longest. But uh, I think this year going to events, and it's like I'm not finding no one. <laughs> Even with the 766 that's on 12S, it's like I'm the only oh. one. Yeah, really? you are. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like the only one that's on 12s, and everybody like, yeah. I'm like, wow, okay. Oh, just so wait, man. Like, you know, 14s so is it's a like, beast. Well, yeah, I got the um, Scorpion Paul edition motor, and uh, I just picked up a Hobbywing 160 from a buddy of mine, mm-hmm. and uh, putting that on, and. You know, I figured, hey, new motor, new ASC, new ESC. Go ahead and uh, pick up me a new set of servo uh, for top of servos for the cyclic. And, uh, yes. 
So yeah, man, I'm just ready ready for the season and uh, you know, having fun, man. Awesome. Having fun. Loving it. Charles, where are you located at? I'm in Norfolk, Norfolk, Virginia. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, nice. Norfolk. So do you go yeah. to uh do you go to the Fredericksburg events, the Spring yeah. Fling and Farm I've been going to that event now four to five years now. Sure, yeah. probably met and didn't didn't even know it. Yeah, we met we met there. Because nice. matter of fact, when um at the I think it was the fall when you Bert and all you guys took your pictures on the back yeah. flight line. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was me at that last flight station set up back there with my tent and all that and my you know, family and all that back over there. So yeah. Oh, nice. So, yeah, we, you know, we, we kind of talked, you know, for a few, you sure, know, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, sorry. I mean, we've met so many people at these events. It's so oh, hard to keep track and shit. It's, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's hard uh, to keep track. You yeah. Know? But, you know, I, you know what it is. It's, I'm going to see you again yeah. at the next event. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it, take, it takes a few events to be like, oh, yeah. I yeah, remember. yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. But it's cool. But, yeah, man. I love. I just, I love going up there, man. That's like my second home. <laughs> nice. How far is that from you? Uh, it's like North two and a half hours. How much? Two like and a half? half yeah. Oh, like that's not that bad. That's cool. not bad at all. That's why I don't mind taking that trip. You know, every mm-hmm. time they have, you know, hell even up there, you know. So nice. 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 That's cool. All right. Let's yeah. go right into the main topic then. Oh, since I already asked that, where are you from? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, so how long have you been in a hobby? I I got in a hobby uh all, like August, September, like two thousand eight. Okay. Back oh, into so flying for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, it's been a while. It's been a slow process, but yeah, it's been it's been a while. That's cool. So you're you're yeah. definitely a long time hobbyist, you know, not like folks that kinda got into it and then you know, move to drones or something or some other, you know. Uh, hey, 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 what's wrong with drones? The drones, the drones never interest me. I mean, to be honest, um, I've had, you know, guys at my local field that fly helis. They were like, oh, you got to try this. It's cool. It's cool. Mm-hmm. And I had a buddy of mine who was like, man, you got to try this. I'm like, nah, I'm okay. I'm okay. He was like, nah, just try it. These things are indestructible. You can't break them. I'm like, yeah. I don't know about that. I've heard <laughs> you that know, before. So, yeah. So I'm like, uh, okay, cool. I'll try it. You know, and I mean, I get in the air and maybe 45 seconds later, I broke the frame. He was like, <laughs> he was like man, I've plowed this thing in numerous times. I've never broke a frame. How you manage it? I'm like, bro, I don't, I don't know. But, yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> so I just never, you know, I, I like the helis because the challenge is, you know, like I tell a lot of people, you know, um, this is a hobby that it doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't you can buy the best of equipment, the best of everything. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you're going to be the best pilot. You know, you no, yeah, not absolutely. I mean, I, I remember when I got into the hobby, I had my little cheap heli and, you know, I had guys that were, you know, kind of crack little jokes and oh man you need to throw that thing away and show sure enough a few months it's like i got it you know i'm I'm good now you know you're like the one guy that has like the blade 130x like and everyone's laughing at you like oh what a money pin and you're actually you know yeah. smacking the shit out of that thing <laughs> yeah i mean it's just you know it's it's fun it's it's the i like it i love it yeah you know it's the one hobby that you know like i say you you could 
you know, like I tell people, everybody walk away with the same smile on their face. I don't care whether you spend 200 bucks in your heli or 2000 yeah. My smile is going to be the same size as your smile walking away and, from the field. Yep. And it's not, the even, it's not even the heli cost or, or anything like that. It's not even the skill level. Like, you know, you, you'll get someone who just hovers and they're like, shit. I didn't crash this time. It's awesome, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then you got the people that are like smacking it on the deck, and they're like happy because they didn't crash yeah. either. So, yes, yeah, I cool. mean it's it's a beautiful hobby, man. I I mean, man, I I eat, sleep, and breathe this for for years. It's like I I love it. I'm always doing something heli related. Some, I mean, just yeah, it's part of your life for sure. It's, and that's basically it. You know, I I love it. You know, I've been into different hobbies before you know years ago and go-kart racing and i've been into you know like the sound off and you know car audio and all that nothing compares to this you know yeah nothing you're never done no matter what you're never done Mm -hmm. like always more to learn (laughs) and you're right you know it's a great equalizer this hobby you know especially the helicopter side of things because like exactly like you said you know you could spend a, a shitload of money and you're not going to be any better that without the time. You have to put the yeah. time in. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, it ain't like uh, you know, you can go by the best of clubs and the best of this, and that don't mean you're the best. You know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so. That's why I love it. I love it. You know, basically, that's what it comes down to. The time you put into it, you know, it's kind of like uh, you get out what you put into it. You know, basically. Uh, so for sure. Yep. Yeah. I, I love it. Awesome. You know, I love going to the events and you know, kind of hanging around with people and, you know, talking shop and all that too. So, you know, I, I, I love every aspect of it. Cool. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting, especially when you go to fun flies, um, especially when you go to fun flies outside of this area too. Like, you, you know, for me, it's like around my area initially, it was like, all I saw was the lines and, and some Mikados and stuff. And then mm-hmm. I started seeing like this big surge of goblins come in and stuff. And it's like, it's cool. And then you go down south, we went to OHP. And that shit is seriously, Florida is all goblins. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's so many goblins. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, it, and it's funny because you talk to people that live down there and they're like, oh, you have a synergy. And they're like, yeah, that's so cool <laughs> because it's so different. Because <laughs> everyone got goblins out there, you know, everyone knows. Like, you hear it. You hear that, that whining of the, the boom and the tail, you know, um, the tail yeah. bells and stuff of goblins. So you know, like, it's just goblin. And then you hear something different. People are like, oh, man, that's cool. So it's it's <laughs> definitely uh, it's definitely unique yeah. as far as, uh, you know, how brands are, like, distributed, right? Because um, yeah. I guess you, you fly what, what's around you, what your friends recommend, your club members uh, and stuff. Believe, believe it or not, for me, um, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like that years ago, um, you know, I had guys telling me, like, you need to get bigger heli. You need a bigger heli. I'm like, eh, can't afford one. So I get, you know, a bigger one when I can afford it. And back then, everyone had a line. Everybody had, you know, two of everything. Either two T-Rexes, you know, 600s or two 700s. Or, you know, I had one buddy. He had miniature aircraft. And, mm-hmm. you know, the other guys had Thunder Tiger. And it was like, uh, I think I want something different. You know, I, I don't want... The same thing everyone has, you know. I, w- I want yeah. something that's that's going to be different, and uh, you know, I've tried my hands with, I've tried my hands with a lot of different models, and I end up trying the E7 SE, and pff, fell in love with it. Like, oh yeah, this is, this is it. Like, I'm yeah. so, I don't want to try, you know, anything else. You know, I've flown a few, you know, buddies of mine's got goblins and 
you know, some of everything else, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I have a buddy of mine that have goblins. I have another buddy of mine. He's into, you know, a uh, mini copter and they all fly. Yeah. 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 I love it, man. I love the hobby. That's awesome. So do you just fly helis? You also, you know, you haven't dabbled in, in planks or, uh, I mean, I know most of you said you're not really into. Uh, I, I, I said that I told my daughter last, uh, last Christmas, like, you know, she wanted, she wanted to get one, and uh, she wanted to fly my E7. I'm like, nah, I'll put you on. Jeez. No, I'll, I'll put you on something small first. And so she was like, you know, I said, maybe I'll, you know, I got an old T-Rex 500 right here in a box somewhere that need to be fixed. So <laughs> put 500's a small one. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's kind of small. It's, it's, it's actually in a shoe box, you know, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the old 500 too, right? Like running the 420 blades and stuff. Yeah, and so I said, we might go ahead and put that together for you, you know, because you, you're not flying the E7, no. No. You know. <laughs> not, Steve, not for your first heli. <laughs> Steve, did no. we just see a E7 go in this weekend? We have, yes. Yeah, so we have video, Charles, a of, bad what, auto. of a, what that looks like when you drive it in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, trust me. I, for right I, now, I, I don't want that look like this. Trust <laughs> me, I've hit four, so I, I know the look. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we all do. Yep, yep. Yeah, I never forget that Urcha 2014. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah, and it happened to be like I think like as I'm walking to the heli, Matt just riding past on the on the ATV it was like synergy down on the bullhorn, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, of all times, but you know, wow. yeah, I know all of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what got you interested in the hobby in the first place? You know. Um, Back in the day, because you know, you say you wanted to be in car audio, you did a whole bunch yeah. of other hobbies. It's yeah. like what brought drew I mean, you to this, you know? I I think what it was at the time, um, my mom boyfriend he had went to like Radio Shack or somewhere, seen his little heli in there, mm-hmm. and he tried his best to get it to fly, could not get the thing off the ground, and. So I was a little intrigued in it. And so we started going online looking at videos. And uh, I think uh, the first video I stumbled upon was like Jamie Robertson flying the Blade 400. Okay. And I was, you know, wow. Like, that is amazing. Like, I, I didn't know anything about RC Helis. And uh, so going online, shopping, looking around. And so he ended up buying a, a East Sky Belt CP. Oh, wow. Okay. And, uh, I tell you, the longest it stayed together, as long as it took the battery to charge. Immediately out of the box, plugged it up in the kitchen. Net the transmitter, no no labels on the switches, no nothing. Oh boy! So he's, uh, trying to, he, he's like, I'm just trying to get it ahead. I'm just trying to get the spool up some. Mm-hmm. So long story short, spools up, goes up to the ceiling, stays at the ceiling, maybe uh, <laughs> three minutes before we end up, you know. <laughs> Flipping a switch or whatever to get it come down. Got it come down. I mean, smashed all in the pieces. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's when we found out about the local hobby shop and go there. And the guy said, well, I don't sell that brand. I sell E-Flight. And, you know, go back. You have to go back where you brought that from. So, but this is what I do have. So, he ended up buying a Blade 400. And he came to me and was like, well, I know you like to tinker on stuff. And, you know, you might be able to get it, you know, fixed. And so after he brought the Blade 400, I'm looking at both and I'm comparing. I'm like, well, there ain't too much difference, you know, between the two. Right. And so I 
ended up, you know, I ended up fixing it, you know, basically. So that's how I ended up getting my first heli. And uh, it's just been, like I say, it's just been, it's been fun ever since, you know. Um, so I got it going, and next thing you know, I'm in the backyard, and I'm just, you know, starting to progress, and that's it. Yep, and that's it. You're hooked. <laughs> Isn't it funny how a lot of stories we hear start as, you know, I, I got the little one from the mall or, you know, somebody yeah, gave me one as a Christmas Kelly. present. That, yeah, that, hook, that, that hook, you know, because it's like, right. mm. yeah, 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 it, yeah. Did, it did. It did. I mean, until this day, like, like I say, I'm always checking like, oh, OK, here it is Tuesday. Let me check the weather for Saturday. Yep. You know, then I call my boys up, you know, hey, who's flying this weekend? You know, hey, let's go. You know what I mean? That's just it. Yeah. Nice. So so what do you do for a living, if you don't mind me asking? I'm a construction worker. Front end loader operator. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Doing that for a long time? I've been doing it now, coming up on like seven years. So, huh? Yeah, man. Cool. Yep, that's a little, my little office, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, are you sponsored? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sponsored by Steel Railblades. Nice. By who? Yeah. Something? Who in Railblades? Synergy and Railblades. Okay. Cool. Yeah. It'd be funny if he was like, yeah, I'm sponsored by uh, Line and, <laughs> and Railblades. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. You fly all yeah. synergy. Yeah, yeah. Shh. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Nice. Yeah. And uh, oh, that's awesome, your, Charles. What's your uh, what's your radial choice? What do you fly with? Currently, fourteen FG. Okay, Futaba boy. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I've I've had my days with Spectrum, and it's yeah, you know, they're okay. And you you rock the the CGY fly wireless controllers. Too? Yeah. 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 That's that, that's my go-to unit, especially for uh, well, I run it on everything, but you know, I think for like my small helis, like my T Rex five hundred, I'm I'm not gonna put a CGY on it, so I just put a Beast X on it. Yeah, um, yeah. No, uh, that's it. You know, I don't want to see. I mean, it's kind of expensive unit to be put on a you know T Rex five hundred or something to me. So. Yeah. I don't know, it is. Trust me, I know. I'm putting Neils on Oxy twos, and I'm like, damn man, Neil costs more than the Oxy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that's my that's my unit of choice. Uh, excellent governor. I mean, it's you know, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Sure. I, I, mean, know, I know people who I, fly for top would you love that. And, you know, yeah, I, really I love it. The governor. I mean, it's it's. I can't say anything bad about it. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Awesome. You know, especially on night. I mean, nitro and electric. You know, I mean, it it, it works pretty good. Yeah, works pretty good. There's yeah. no compute needed, no app needed. So yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh so let's let's go down your list. What what do you have in your fleet? Uh basically everything besides the E five right now. Yeah. So E oh, five super stretch, because I know Rybert's been raving about that. Well, I had the E five I had the E five six twenty six stretch. Um, but I had it set up for speed with the speed canopy. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I managed to crash it into a tree doing about maybe 130, 140. Oh, no. oh man, that must have been a sight, huh? Like just debris yeah. everywhere. Yeah, so you know, I I crashed that, you know, sometime last year, like beginning of last year, 
And uh, so I have yet to build me another one. But other than that, I have everything else. Yeah, man. Nice. I love nice. it. Yep. Um, so what kind of pilot would you describe yourself as? Uh, I would say a big air speed with a little bit of 3D in there, basically. It's, it's, I, love, I love speed, you know, basically. So it's, I love big air. So it's like a combination of all. I, I can't say I'm just a 3D pilot, you know, because I also do, like I said, I like, I love doing big air and I love doing speed. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Do yeah, you ever so. do the speed cup? Um, at like Urch or any uh, events? No, no, I haven't. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about it, you know, um, building me another E5 626 speed mm-hmm. for, uh, the cup coming up at, uh, Fredericksburg in the spring. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thinking about building me another one for that though, but yeah. And I, I, we got to see some uh, drag racing at uh, OHP, and that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, I've, I've seen the videos. Yeah, yeah. I've seen the videos. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty nice. Yeah, so I don't know if um, Monty's gonna put put that in there. You know, maybe in one of the events, like either spring fling or fall, or maybe at the speed cup. But uh, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Doing it this spring, yeah, they're doing it this yeah? spring. Oh, yeah, they are. Awesome. I think, uh, yeah, I think Joe uh, Joe Reyes is running that or something like that, from what I've seen. Yeah. But yeah, oh, that'll yeah, be cool. Said, yeah, yeah. So oh, that's gonna be cool. Hmm. Yeah, man. I can't I the, wait. I, I heard the Oxy did pretty well for uh, <laughs> for the little three hundred size heli at uh, OHP. So maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll run my successor. You know, or maybe I'll run the four, man. I'll run the Oxy four, man. Dude, Dude I would not. run the four. Yeah, I've done full collective on that friggin' thing going forward. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm gonna, I'll drop in like 16 degrees of pitch. <laughs> oh, jeez. Full 100%, you know, throttle. I don't care. <laughs> blow that motor. Blow that easy. Blow, I don't care. Just go. Blow. Yeah, go or blow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. Um, yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, yeah. so, so, what kind of, you know, what what's kind of catching up with you now and today? Like, what what's like the latest trick you've been working on, you know? Um, I'm basically trying maneuver, to maneuver, I should say, right? Maneuver. Stop saying tricks. Andy Ross maneuver. would say I'm maneuver. I'm kind of working on the orientation, you know, uh, basically. So, you know, doing like orientations, inverted upright, you know, basically. Um, so that's kind of what I'm really working on. Um, and I guess I've gotten over the you know, past year or two, I've gotten kind of stale going everything clockwise, hurricanes, funnels, you know, tail mm-hmm. down, tail up. Mm-hmm. You know, forward and backwards. So I need to go. I, I need to work on kind of clockwise. That's basically where I'm at. It is hard. Like I'm trying to do figure eights because I do. I'm the opposite. I do everything counterclockwise. And oh, wow. when I get, I get like I do the counterclockwise on my right side, so it's the hell he's always pulling away from me and then and then coming back at me. But um, when I try to transition, you know, when it's in front of me to go the left side clockwise, oh my god, I, I, it's, it's like this ugliest smallest circle you'll see <laughs> one big circle on one side it's like a little tiny like quick whip around because i can't i can't get like the finesse down you know you know what I mean? you, i'm sure you understand like when you do it uh, you know it's very very good finesse yeah. in there your cyclic to keep that big circle big air stuff and then Absolutely. when you try to do the opposite way you're like oh shit oh it's too it's so tight it's just like whoop <laughs> yeah yeah well charles i gotta commend you for saying orientation because that's like something every one of us needs to work on and nobody does it and that's awesome dude 
I'm, I'm, I was glad to hear that because now I'm like, you know what? He's right. I need to work on orientation. Uh, me too. Me too. Yeah, I think we're all there, you know, because we all rush into it, right? Like we want to all be like, oh, man, we're going to do TikToks or pyro flips or this or that. And and we kind of like overstep the basics, which, you know. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you skip a few levels. People, people always, yeah. you know, always, always do that. So it's best to kind of go back to the basics sometimes. So. Yeah, it's human nature. You can't help but, like, try to rush into something, you know, especially when you're excited, yeah. right? You got all that oh, enthusiasm yeah. into it, and you're like, fuck, I want to learn to do this. I want to learn to do that. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. you're like, oh, man, inverted tail end. Oh, so boring. I mean, oh. It got <laughs> to the point where, you know, I've gotten to that point here, you know, this summer, like, man, I need to go back to the basics because it's like, mm-hmm. Um, I've got so comfortable being inverted or, you know, whatever. It's like I have yet to do any flying upright. You know, it's like I need to go back to basic figure eights and, yeah, you know, hovering nose in. And, you know, because after a while, if you don't do it after a while, you will lose it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Totally. It's all just muscle memory. So, yeah, you're yeah. losing it. it. sucks. Oh, yeah. So, cool. So, do more maneuvers clockwise. Or counterclockwise, you said, right? Yeah, yeah, I need to work. For, I don't know about you guys, but for me, it got to a point where the sticks were going, you know, in one direction all the time. And I was like, there's got to be more to it. There has to be more analog movements. Like, I was just going, you know, it's hard to explain. It's kind of like I was just doing the same movements over and over, and, and my thumbs wanted to do something, you know, more complex so that's where I, I think i got into the puro flips and i'm like okay this is exactly what i well, want yeah. to try doing and now, right. now it's now i can easily see you know i used to listen to rchm where they would talk about how hard it is to go back and do stuff i easily see that now because i'm like well i got five minutes i'm gonna do some more puro flips because they're fun you know yeah or some movies <laughs> flips and you but, know and like yeah god forbid i get into an orientation where i can't get out of it now i'm screwed and that's when we talk about repair rescue thought hope <laughs> Rescue Weird. throttle hold, yeah. But yeah, awesome, dude. Yeah, for sure. All right, so uh so why don't we uh, let's see. Do you have a do you have a maneuver that you you struggled on and, you know, how did you overcome it? Like how did you, you know, I, I think the maneuver that I'm struggling on now is basically is is the power flip. I mean, I I could do the half power flips all day, but trying to get them to connect and be smooth. That's mm-hmm. my Basic, my focus that I'm going into right now. Yeah, right, right. Nice. That's basically it. Because like I said, I can sit here and do half parallels all day. But it's and, just and which way do you go? You go left rudder or right rudder? Left. Okay. I feel like left is the easier way to start learning. But whenever I see someone like, oh no, I'm better right rudder. Uh, like, well, that looks so weird. <laughs> like it just it seems so off, you know? Um, yeah. So. Cool. That's kind of where I'm working at, you know, right now is, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Cool. Do you, do you sim? Uh, I need to get back on the sim. Uh, and, uh, I, I used to be avid sim, avid simmer, like every day, you know. Right. I haven't simmed a lot in like maybe two years now. Okay. Um, transmitter ended up breaking like a few months ago, so. I end up getting in contact with uh, Tyler Harvey. So, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and give me another one and uh, get back on the sim a lot because I haven't been doing it. Right. Yeah. I actually 
it's funny because uh, I started stemming uh, more, and like once you learn like one move, I'm like, oh, this is great. This is great. Add another move to my repertoire, you know? Yeah, um, I, I love I love the sim. The sim the sim is a great tool. Um, I just get to a point where it's just after like maybe twenty minutes, I get bored. I guess. Sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, right. I I think that's the thing with simming, is that you can't can't go at it like. I could fly all day at the field, but I can yes. only sim for like tops maybe an hour. You know, after that it becomes yeah. like me just stick banging everything. You know, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's no it's no more learning. Yeah, right, right. I'm kind of the same way. Um, I mean, I remember, you know, years ago when I got into the hobby, I didn't have a sim at home, and uh, I would go to the hobby shop and I would get on the sim maybe twenty minutes before I actually go fly, and that helped me out for a little while. Okay. But, you know, but yeah, I love the sim, man. Love it. Uh, that's a good idea too, man. Damn. Yeah, yeah. If you can't you afford it, sim, find your local. Go to freaking yeah, hobby store. And, yeah. You know? Yeah. When you were simming, um, what was your sim of choice? Did you, did you go real flight or real flight? Okay. Real flight. I've I've gotten I've got Phoenix, but it's nah. nah I just I like think real, real flight's much better than Phoenix. Yeah. I I, I like you know, I like real flight. So I I, I think. You know, I'll stick with that. You know, mm-hmm. I thought about trying to Accu RC. I heard a lot of you know guys talking about that one, but yeah, I, you know, I tried that. It, you know, they had the display at Urcha. Okay, I tried it there, and it was pretty cool. Yeah, but, I would know. I would suggest like if you do go back into it, um, yeah, try Accu RC, and especially if I don't know if your your Futaba has like a USB out, but if it mm. does, um, then it's even it has, easier. No, it doesn't have. It has the little, the no, little pin out, whatever yeah. that is in the back. Yeah, yeah. So you'd have yeah. to get like an adapter, but you could get any any one of those like Chinese knockoff adapters and it'll work. So which is which okay. is nice. Cool. You don't have to. Cool. I don't know because my real flight controller broke too, and yeah. when that happened, That's... I was like, you know, this sucked. I ended up buying real flight seven point five, which with the inner link thing, like the little adapter. Yeah. Which is cool, okay. but it's like I don't know. It's, it wasn't the same. And now that I fly V control, it's like I just love that accuracy. I just plug it in the USB and that's it. And okay. it also, I, I also charges my radio too, which is pretty pretty dope. Oh, cool, <laughs> cool. Steve, did that real flight controller break? Uh, did that coincide with you saying "damn it"? Or <laughs> how did that go? Um, I'm that's, just gonna plead a fifth on that. That's usually when stuff breaks around me. For some reason, no, I'm yelling no, no. out. Damn it! I, I don't. I don't know what happened. One day, uh, you know, my daughter was playing with it, and and then you know something happened. I don't know. I'm no. not blaming her. I'm not blaming anyone. But um, did it. you know, it's just like, and then it just like for some reason, um, it just pinned like the rudder. So I was like, ah, something's broken inside. I tried taking it apart and taking a look, and then I made it even worse. And I'm like, yeah, this is garbage. I'm throwing it away. <laughs> I'll just buy the real. Because I think I was at what? That was six. That was, yeah, I think it was like six point five with the actual, you know, controller that they come with. Right. So when yeah. seven point five came out, I was like, ah, let me just let me get the the adapter and use my Spectrum. But uh, oh, cool. Uh, let's see. You guys have any other questions? Um, Charlie said. Um, Charles, you said you were going to uh, Spring Fling and uh, Fall Mowdown again this year, right? Absolutely. Nice. I think I think Absolutely. we met real passed by or something, or we were hanging in the general same area. I mean, oh, that, yeah. that, that's such an awesome event, man. 
Really, I love to go back to that. Yeah, it's pretty good guys up there, man. Pretty good guys. Yeah, and I'm, I, I love the layout, like f- flying on both sides. You know. Yeah. yeah. I'm not yeah. too much of a fan at three o'clock in the morning when it's flying on both sides, but it's all right. Well, no. Oh no, they don't fly. They don't fly nah, on the, the street side. Yeah, they only fly yep. the the backside when at night. So. Yeah, once the sun go down, everybody goes to the back. Yeah, I I know for a fact because Monty came out and was like, "Oh yeah, you can't you can't fly on this side when the sun's down, even yeah, with your night bird." You're in a field and I'm in a tent. That's like two mil. I mean, the sound. There's no sound <laughs> prevention anywhere. It's like smoking on a plane. You know, you're in a tube. Yeah. Smoke's gonna go everywhere. Dude, just drink enough kettle one. You won't care. Then, well, that's what I did. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I didn't care. Oh yeah, <laughs> but that's it's a great, great event, man! I can't wait to go back see everybody, man. Yeah, yeah, I love it, man. The hooligans nice are going to be up there, man. You know, are Walt, they coming uh, back up? I know Walt's going to make it. I don't know if Ed's coming down or not, but I hope Ed he has does. to come, man. He yeah. I was he there Ed. last year? No, nothing like calling him out. I gotta call him out, man. I mean, you know, he <laughs> we got it. Come on, you know, he's he's so close to us too, like. We we could all caravan down. It's not not a big deal. Carpool, whatever. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's got He's got to come out to uh, Spring Fling, at, at least Spring Fling and HOD. Um, those are good events. You ever yeah. met yeah. HOD? Oh yeah, I, I didn't yeah. go. I didn't go this year. Uh, just passed, but I went previous year. Yeah, nice. I love it out there. You know, love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. HOD was a good event. It was. I like that. Uh, uh, even folks from California, like it's, Alex, um, it's Rose. Hot. Yeah, well, this year they did it. They did it a little. What was it? I think a little earlier than usual. Yeah, and that's was, what they were yeah. saying this year that it was really hot last year. But it yeah, was like it was 20, nice this like year. It wasn't bad. Yeah, twenty sixteen. It was. Yeah, I mean yeah. it was. It was Porsche, huh? Yeah, yeah like no, I think what nobody was flying nitro, like really. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, this past year, everyone was nitro. It was yeah. amazing how much well, was out there. It was nitro there, but it was so hot that nobody was flying nitro at least in 2016. But yeah, um, it was definitely cool to see, like you're saying, Steve, the guys from California coming out there. Yeah, Jesse, you know? Carlos, and Alex, Alex from MSH. Yep, and and Gail from Line was out there. Came out. Oh, that was cool. And all the line was Alan Zabo. Yeah. Right? Yep. So. Yep. Yeah, that was awesome. Let's let's go. Let me ask you this: uh, What would be your most memorable crash? Like you know, one of those crashes that like you know you get a little drunk and you're just you're chill with the boys and you just can't help but bring up because it's just you know it's forever ingrained in your memory that like damn that shit was crazy. Yeah, I think the most memorable, like I said, would have to be Urcha when I crashed the E seven SC and uh, that one, and also find the E five speed. Right into a tree full tilt. That shit. That's crazy. Yeah. I had a buddy buddy of mine come to me and be like, hey, you know, this guy got a radar gun. You know, you want to know how fast that thing goes? (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I had had another buddy of mine. He has a Goblin 700 speed. And me and him was talking. He was like, that thing is moving pretty good, you know, for a 600, you know. And, uh, he was like, "Yeah, I, I guarantee you doing about 130 because I think his Goblin 700 is about like about 150, 155." He's like, "Yeah, you you doing about 130, 135? I can tell." And so, <laughs> a buddy, like, of mine, 
like, oh. you know, so buddy man was like, hey, this guy got a radar gun, you know, I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. let's try it. So I try it and, you know, like maybe once or twice couldn't get it in line. And like the third time I'm like, okay, this is going to be perfect. And I just clipped the top of the tree and yeah. And that was it. <laughs> so it was, you know, I mean, it broke the ESC in like maybe uh, five pieces, I guess. Oh, oh God. Man. Motor, the motor, the motor made it. Uh, honestly, I didn't strip no gears. Uh, the motor made it. Uh, everything else was good, basically, you know. But wow. the airframe was just demolished. But you know, and I mean, it stayed in the tree for like a year. Oh shit! You didn't even get it down. <laughs> no. Oh man. I finally in the, I finally got it down like sometime like first part of this summer just fast. Walked wow. into the hobby shop and I walked into the hobby shop and I seen a tail boom in the tail case. I'm like, hey, that looks don't nobody around here fly synergy but me. That the guy was like, Yeah, a guy was over there, you know, crashed his quad over there and he seen it. He brought it in. I'm like, cool. Like, <laughs> That's funny. You know, yeah, yeah. Everything survived, you know, basically. And I'm still using the motor to this day. Wow. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. Charles, do you have a battery of choice that you like to use? I like Pulse. I, I, I've tried, you know, basically Pulse, Revelatrix. That's kind of the ones that I tend to stick with. Okay, nice. Yeah, and uh, that's basically it. I've tried them all, you know, but they kind of yeah. the ones that I get the best results out of. Revelatrix, yeah, I, you know, I like so. to ask just to get you know some feedback yeah. as to uh, what battery brands there are out there and yeah, what, what people's uses, choices you know? are. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. I've tried them all. Chargers? Charger currently uh Power Lab six. Okay. The Revelation. Yeah, checking into the GTM, giving the BM uh, the charge case. Mm-hmm. And uh um getting like I said, getting ready to go fourteen S on the eight oh six. So I've been kind of debating uh whether I want to get uh the dual power lab eight or get the the new GT twelve hundreds. So I'm just kind of debating on which one I'm gonna go with. I mean, dual power lab eight. You can't go wrong with that charger. Yeah, a bump yeah. controller on it. It's it's a really oh, nice yeah. charger. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, if if you want to buy a spare uh seven six six eight oh six airframe, you know, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> now I haven't even like I, I've been I've been very lazy with that, and a part of me is like, man, just get rid of get rid of the boom cover. Freaking run the seven six six, run it fourteen S again or twelve S or whatever, and just just fly. Yeah. It. And I'm just like, I don't know. Part of me wants to keep it, but a part of me is like, eh, I already sold the packs off. Um, what am I gonna do with it? Oh, uh, okay. You know, because okay. the packs were like freaking expensive as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I love the heli. Flies big. I mean, uh, you know, and it surprisingly it it, it moves pretty. Moves pretty good, you know. I remember when I first got it, and I was at uh, I was at Springfield on a on a back flight line. I'm doing hurricanes, and I'm like, man, you know, this thing looks slow. This like, is this really thing big. Looks <laughs> slow, and, and 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 some guy walked up. And I'm like, man, did this thing seem slow to you? And he was like, no, it's not slow. He was like, you don't realize how much ground you're covering. Yeah, you know. And uh, even some buddies that I fly with here locally, they were saying the same thing when they like, man, that thing looks slow. And I'm like, you know, I'm doing hurricane, I, I'm doing hurricanes and phones, and they like, man, that thing is slow. And I'm like, nah, it can't be slow. And <laughs> sure enough, when I get up there, 
mm-hmm. you know, take it up there. The guy was like, no, that thing is hauling. You're covering a lot of ground. You know, mm-hmm. that's what that is. Yeah. So, man. you know, but yeah, man, I, I love it. If it, it flies great, you know, even on 12 S, it flew great. Yeah. Cool. All right. So let's, let's move to our top 10 shotgun round. All right. All right. All righty. Cool. Um, I usually start it off. Who wants to start it off this time? Okay. Fred. Fred. So Fred, pinch, Kevin, and me. Pinch okay. your thumb. <laughs> oh, is that, am I too early? No, Fred. That was perfect. <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes, by the way. <laughs> All right. Let's start this. Pinch or thumb? Charles, for you. <laughs> yeah, these these these, te- these ten questions are going to be for you. It's basically a yeah. quick, you know, give a couple you. word answer, you know. Gotcha. Yeah, pinch. Okay. Kevin? Oh, it's me? <laughs> oh, man, this is totally... <laughs> Sorry. Is- I'll be editing the crap out of this. No, 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 no. I love it. <laughs> All right. Charles, nitro or electric? Both. Both. <laughs> All right, uh, five fifty or seven hundred size. Seven hundred. Okay. Do you know what a fly bar is? Of course. Yeah, someone hasn't been listening to this episode, Fred. <laughs> Fred is just reading the question. I have to defend. I'm just him. reading the question. I didn't put it here. You got. You got to. You got to add limit, man. Do you know <laughs> what gyros are? Absolutely. And have you flown a fly bar? Yes. That's not what you said earlier. Oh, no, actually, that is what he said earlier. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Scale or 3D? 3D. Okay. Cool. Uh, strap or strapless? Uh, I, have to, I have to use a strap. Got to. Okay. I can't go strapless. Coreless or brushless servos? Uh, I'm leaning towards brushless now. Okay. Yeah, Futaba makes some great brushless servos. Yeah. And they're quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Are you more into the pod and boom or the fuselage style helicopters? Pod and boom. Okay. Cool. Uh, 6S or 12S? 12. Okay. Or 14S. See, I've been listening. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. That, almost. <laughs> almost. Motor and ESC. Just got to get that. I guess yeah. I don't know if you have packs ready yet for that or not. Are they coming real soon. Nice. And I know this came up earlier, but are you an Urcha guy, big events, or more of a small local event kind of pilot? Uh, I like I like small local events. Okay. Yeah, I would say I like, like something like Spring Fling type of events, you know, where you're like... HOD. It's a few yeah. I go to in, uh, North Carolina down in uh, East Bend, and you know I kind of kind of like the small events. Nice, awesome, cool. I have a question. Since you mentioned North Carolina, did you go down to the um, the chill out the hooligans had uh, yeah. in January? Uh, my Hallie's plan only. was to get, but uh, <laughs> I kind of told I, I told my old lady. I say uh, if it's in the fifties, I'll go. You know, I, I can't do the cold too much, so and it got kind, it got quite cold, so nah, okay. Dang. okay. Appropriately named, chill out. Yeah, exactly. This year. Yeah.
Hey, Kevin. What's going on, man? Nothing, man. I'm freezing my butt off up here. Well, you know what? There's an event in February that you can go that would fix that right up. Really? What event is that? It's the fabulous Las Vegas Fun Fly. It's a manufacturer fun fly held in February 23rd through the 25th of this year, 2018, at the Bennett Field in Las Vegas. All right. I heard some of the uh, top manufacturers are going to be there. Yeah, you got that right. Here's a quick rundown of the sponsors, which is quite an impressive list. The gold sponsors are Align, Diablo, Peak Aircraft, Algawi, Helicopters, Mikado USA, MSH USA, SAB USA, Empire Hobby, BK Designs, A-Main, VP Powermaster Fuel, Enterprise Hobbies, Hobby Wing North America, AlignTRexStore.com, Las Vegas Soaring Club, Urcha, The Brain 2 Flybrawlers, VTX Blades, XL Power, Oxy Helicopters, and Always Keep Flying Group. For silver sponsors, it's quite an impressive list too. So you got Beast X, you got Cyclone, you got Scorpion, Perfect Regulators, Lore Heli, Futaba, Gen 8, YS Motors, Next Stim, Team Ninja, you know, Joe Reyes and Travis. Yeah. Uh, Free Forestry Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we're even a silver sponsor for them. Micro Heli, Castle, ESEs and Motors, Level End, Johnson Designs, KDDD, High on Helis, Friendly Hobbies, Only Fine Helis, RC Heli Hooligans Podcast. Our nice. There, and Bavarian Demon. That is quite a list. That is a list. No Walkera? No, Walkera couldn't make it this year. <laughs> so what about Pro Pilots? Our buddy Kyle Stacy going to be there? Yeah, Kyle Stacy and many, many more. Alan Zabel Jr., Line. We got Jason Bell from A-Main, Ken and Co. from Align. Nick Maxwell for Futaba, Kyle Stacy for BK Design, Jesse Cavro for MSH and Brain2, uh, Bert Camera uh, from BK Design is going to be there, Colin Bell from Align, Alex Rose, which is MSH and Brain2, Ben Storick, Align, JC Zanko from Empire Hobby slash Gowie, Kyle Dahl representing Mikado USA and BTX, we got CJ Jenkins from Align, uh, remember that kid from Australia, Reese Wyatt from Align, he's, uh, he's out there too. Oh wow. Yeah, I think he's like 12 years old or something like that, and he's an amazing pilot. Khan Pooney, in true free foresty fashion. I'm going to butcher some names. Uh, from XL Power, <laughs> uh, we got Derek Chekas from Align, Mark Meeks from Align, Mark uh, Blasdale from A Main Hobbies, Danny Huckabee from Align, Justin Taylor for Oxy, who also is Takumi Helicopter. Right. George Brown from Align, and then Donnie Pesci. Yeah, he's uh, Empire Hobbies Gawi. Uh, he's a young one, too. I think he's only about 16 or 17. I think I remember, I follow him on Facebook, and he got a, uh, I remember he, he got excited because he got his driver's license, I think, recently. No, jeez. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. And those are the team pilots scheduled to attend. I mean, that's not including all the other pilots that are going to make their way out there that are you know, reps and team pilots for, for these companies too. So it should be pretty insane fun fly. That's awesome, man. That's a, a hell of a list of pilots. You want to hear something even more impressive than that? Oh, man. They'll have over $10,000 of giveaway. Holy cow. Like, I mean, it's Vegas, right? Yeah. So they got to go big, right? I mean. And that's a great field. I've been out to that field just mm-hmm. on a regular, you know, vacation and gone out to meet a couple guys just to right. hang out at an event that they had locally there and it was great everybody was great i had a great time and uh nice it's a, it's a really nice field yeah and i think in february the weather's gonna be like pretty much spot on and perfect out yeah, there it's gonna be awesome so there is a 40 dollars pilot registration fee and it does come with a t-shirt and a complimentary pilot's dinner 
I don't know. I mean, you've been to Vegas a couple of times. I've been to Vegas a couple of times, and um, you can spend forty dollars leaving the airplane. <laughs> forty dollars is not much in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a three day event, that's nothing. That's awesome. So go to fabulouslasvegas.com and get the full details there. Nice. All right. So let's move it to news and announcements. News and announcements. Nice job, uh, Fred. Kevin's happy. Fred's back. <laughs> All right, Fred. Well, you got the first one. Don't drop it now, dude. Kerfuffle. <laughs> I love what he wrote here. Yeah. The AMA is evil. It's okay. evil. <laughs> evil. Yes. yes. So this has been an ongoing rant of mine for, I don't know, years. Um, <laughs> and the AMA is just pretty much starting to drop all pretense now. They're, 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 they're showing that they are business first. They have a monopoly and they're going to, you know, just grab all they can. Uh, last month, the AMA president did wrote an article, and it wasn't in the, the Model Aviation magazine. It was just off an article that he wrote, and they're real proud of it on the, the AMA uh, Facebook page. Uh, Rich Hansen proposed that they need to punish the rogue pilots, and so his, his idea was that you know they shouldn't be picking on law-abiding, rule-following pilots. Um, they need to go after the rogue pilots that you know, actually cause trouble, which, yeah, okay, that in by title, that sounds right. Unfortunately, his definition of rogue pilot is anyone that isn't an AMA member. Mm-hmm. And where he's coming from that is, you know, Congress came up, you know, the, the, they put together, FAA put together Part 336 for um, model aviation, which is the exemption that allows us to fly without having to do, you know, more than just a little bit of registration. We do have to do. And one of the lines on that is to follow community-based safety guidelines and fly within the programming of a nationwide community-based organization. All right. Now, the FAA has come out and said, the way we're looking at this, you don't actually have to join a community-based organization. You just have to follow their rules. You know, so take the safety steps. You know, have a a flight line. Have spotters as needed. You know, just be safe. Just have a, a, you know, follow safety guidelines. Mm -hmm. Well, the the AMA, I, I'm guessing they're looking at the numbers of people that have registered their quote unquote drones. You, you've got, I don't know, I think they're up over around six or seven hundred thousand people that have registered already. Okay, wow. the AMA, the AMA was happy not too long ago to have 180 thousand members. So they're looking around at seven hundred thousand potential customers that they're wow. losing out on. That's that's. 500,000 more than they have easily. So, so they're looking around at this and, and how, how can we, how can we attract those customers to our quote unquote business? And most businesses would say, no, we, we would use services and enticements like that, you know, actually provide oh. something that someone would want to buy. Yeah. No, the AMA is with insurance it. alone. Yeah. The AMA is, is going for regulation. So they're pushing, they're pointing at the FAA saying, Hey, listen, these guys are not following Congress's rules because the way we see it if you are within the programming of a nationwide community-based organization that means you have to be a member and so that was this month's uh, president's perspective article in model aviation is rich hansen's out there saying that the way the rules are written the faa really should be enforcing the fact that people need to be a member of the ma because there's no other cbo out there yeah i think that's a stretch especially when you read it word for word like you have it written here, you know, follow community-based safety guidelines. 
That doesn't say join the community-based safety organization. He's trying to say fly within the programming. So being part of a program, which as far as he's concerned, he's saying that means being a paid-up member. Because if you're not a paid-up member, you're not following the rules properly. So, Mm -hmm. and, you you know, and, and, uh, okay, so he does have... I see where he's kind of going with it because he's trying to say that you have to be fiscally responsible for any damage that you might cause. And the only way to do that is to have insurance. And the only people offering model aviation insurance is the AMA right now. So what I'm hoping for is that if they do push this, we see somebody else create a CBO, a citizen based organization that offers to stop that. Yeah. What's to stop like, you know, multi GP or one of those, you know, um, the racing organizations to say, okay, we're going to do a CBO. Yeah, right? we're going to offer insurance, and we have a guideline. Yeah, that, you know, that, I just I just did the quick math. Five hundred thousand people uh, pilots paid a seventy five dollars. That's thirty seven point five million dollars. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're freaking out. The president would be able to get a raise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a raise if they could push that through. That. Dude, they could use that money to lobby and donate to candidates and then we're really screwed. Well, and here's the thing. Especially when companies like Amazon get involved. Well, Uh and and we, we need it though. Honestly, the, you know, cause the real threat isn't, you know, those rogue pilots flying their drones by the air, the the tall buildings. No, it's Amazon, UPS and all those guys coming in and say, Hey, listen, from one foot to 400 feet is commercial airspace for drones. Get your stuff out of it. You can only fly at designated fields. Sorry that they're dwindling because the AMA is doing a poor job of keeping them up. But, uh, you know, my argument is, yeah, sure. If you want to try to force AMA membership on us, then I should be able to join my local club. If, even if they don't like drones, you know, yeah, if I should, my, even if they don't like helicopters. Yeah, yeah you, had a, you had a great point with this last time we talked, Fred. You know, if that if that one club. If the one club you know is, is like 20 minutes and, and they don't want to let you fly, it's like you should be able to get your money back from the AMA if they're not going to go to bat for you and say, hey, you know, this guy paid his freaking dues. Yeah. Yep. So yep. not not to get on that rant again tonight, but that was that was the big kerfuffle this week. Kerfuffle. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> I like that yeah, word. <laughs> so we're uh, – I, I wanted to bring that up. You know, I really – liked rich hansen when he was on nbc and he used to come out and confront those pedophiles and stuff like that but since he's gotten in charge of the ama I'm, i don't know what he's doing anymore all right um can someone yeah, call his note. wife and take the kettle one from him <laughs> <laughs> oh that was chris hansen i'm sorry when he popped out hi i'm chris hansen yeah i don't know what I don't, I, this is the first time i've gotten naked in a stranger's house and waited for their underage <laughs> daughter I've, I've never, never done, done this before. But, uh, where, this is going really down. <laughs> down, down, down. Sorry. <laughs> Steve, don't worry. Kevin is not admitting to any such actions. He was quoting some of the characters on those. Uh, sure, on those shows, yeah. 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 Dude, yeah. I am a model citizen. Anyways, I'm going to move on to our next announcement, which is <laughs> Adam Swap Me is coming up this weekend. and uh, Is that this weekend? I, I, know, I know a lot of our listeners don't really even give a fat rat's ass where new jersey is but it's in new jersey and it's uh yeah it's the third um and it's going to be in uh what is that down in hillsborough new jersey i think this year's the year man this year's the year of what i think i'm finally going to make an offer for that 
Tokyo oh, God. Shuttle Concept <laughs> oh, 30. The shuttle? Uh, yeah, the one that the guy has there every year. <laughs> nice. Hey. And it's like, really? You're going to ask like that, like hundreds of dollars for this thing? <laughs> oh, God. Or the guy with the freaking Weekender? Yeah, the Weekender. It's like, oh, no, this, this yeah. is... This is uh this yeah it's this is a perfect this flying model. Back to the early days of Freefall RC. These are the stories I remember from the first first years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> the uh, one boy. guy dude with the weekender he wanted what 150 for it. Brand new it's 1 freaking 50. You're right swap me dude and I'm like I'll give you 100 bucks, right? And he was like uh no, I'll take 125. Really dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not even that, he had like flight test plan, uh, planes last year. Remember that? He oh, had some yeah, yeah. Plane. Yep. He was I am up. so excited for this year's update on, on the, the Islander guy. So <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I yeah. honestly look forward to this every year. This is great. <laughs> Fred, this year, I'm, if he's there, I'm taking pictures of him and I'll post them on the free fall RC page. We don't need to publicly shame him. I'm going to call him out. I'm going to publicly shame him. Oh, boy. Ask him to be a guest on the show. No, no, <laughs> yeah, I'm shaking my head. No, no, no. No, I'm trying. I'm thinking now. How can I? Uh, maybe I'll just take a picture of his stuff. I mean, yeah, and publicly shame him. Just, I want, just, maybe I'll take a picture with him. I'll go up and say, "Can I take a picture with you?" You're famous. Yeah, you I don't know it, but you're I, famous. <laughs> I won't call him out. I'll just post a bunch of pictures, and you guys out there, the listeners, can figure it out. Yeah, when they see the picture of you. The only picture of me with a guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then a weekender right there. <laughs> I wonder who it could be. Oh, man. That's funny. So that's 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 their annual swap meet. I wanted to mention it last week, but I forgot all about it. Uh, it's February 3rd, and uh, it's at the Hillsborough Municipal Complex in Hillsborough, New Jersey. So, you know, I have that plane, right? That, um, what the hell is that called? It's a great plane's plane i don't know kunai no 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 not the kunai it's the one that i didn't build it's like sitting in a box on my on my rack in the, in the garage um but it's a 60 size sport airplane right and you know semi aerobatic or whatever but i was thinking about it um whenever we do the precision flight stuff the competitions within our club right like i need a plane for that and, and really the kunai was the worst plane i could pick to to try to do any pattern yeah, true. Yep. So, so I'm figuring like that might be actually a good plane to try that, and if so, then I need like a 60 size motor, you know, a nitro motor, I think. So I might build that up and take all the servos and everything out of the, uh, take the servo and the, the V bar out of the, the uh, cub, and put that in there. So uh, I'm thinking about it. Might be, might be uh, my only other. Like I mean, I have a couple of planes, but might be the only plane to actually fly just for those competitions, you know? Okay. Yeah, so I'm interested in going. Are you Are you going this? So you're gonna go this weekend? Yeah, yeah I'm gonna go day? check it out. I think Saturday is the only day they're doing it. The third. Oh, it's only one day. Okay. Yeah. So for all the listeners that are out there, you know, uh, come meet up with us. Let's go. Maybe we'll go flying after too. I know last year we met uh, Eric. Um, well, you did because I was sick as a dog last year. <laughs> yeah, but you remember. Met him. I, I, I wasn't, yeah, we met him there, but yeah, yeah. but I wasn't even like talking directly at people. I yeah, was like yeah, yeah. talking at it. Like I was like, I hope people don't think I'm an asshole, but I don't want to get germs all over him. Yeah, they thought you were an asshole. And, and, and I confirmed everyone got sick, anyways. Oh, jeez. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, that's cool, though. So, yeah, Adam swapped me this weekend, uh, day after this podcast comes out. So, if you're in the Jersey area, come on. Cool. Bye bye. 
Say hi. And the auctions are really cool. Yeah, usually, yeah. Usually, we'll see what happens this year. I think someone won like a 500 size T Rex, like, and a whole bunch of parts for like 10 bucks or something like that, or 30 bucks. Oh man. Yeah, I remember. Um, did you, and you bought parts? You got some 500 parts, right? Yeah. Did you yeah. ever do anything with that? I put it together. Oh, you did. Nice. Yeah, and it's just sitting there waiting for whatever. Electronics and waiting to be unburied out of whatever it's buried under in my garage. Whoa. But hey, I also wanted to give a quick shout out to the RC Heli Hooligans guys uh, and their podcast. Uh, well, their man. last show, they had uh, Kyle Dahl on, and it was a really good episode, man. Kyle nice. Dahl's really um, informative guy, and, and I'm starting. It's great because, you know, now that I understand more, a lot more makes sense, obviously. I don't know. It was, I, I thought it was a great episode. He was talking about V-Bar and some settings and what to change if you want to ramp things up and, you know. It, it was good. Good episode. So good job, guys. Awesome. Great job. And what else do we have here? We have one more news item, it looks like. What? Another news item? Yeah. Or announcement. Oh, yeah. yeah. Look at Come that. On, Flight, Fest? Fest. Flight, Flight Fest has made their announcement for the uh, the shows this year, and they have discontinued Flight Fest West for the moment and are going to be doing a Flight Fest Texas. So nice. wait. So is that in Included with Flight Fest South, which will be Florida. I don't think they're doing a Flight Fest South. Um, so just maybe just a Flight Fest, which is you know right now, Mount Vernon, yeah, Ohio, and then yeah, Flight Fest East and Flight Fest Texas. I think was the two that they announced. So they should just uh, call it Flight Fest. Flight Fest Ohio. How about that? I don't like yeah, the East yeah, business. It's not. Like it's not in the East. That's not East. I think that's what they are doing. They're calling it Flight Fest Ohio, and they're calling it Flight Fest Texas because they're not sure about Florida. So they might do a flight fest for Florida. They might do a flight fest Europe or France or who knows. Wow, that'd be cool. Exciting time. But yeah, um, I'm excited for flight fest again this year. I might, yeah. I'm, I might have to take a ride to Texas. Oh, how far is Texas for you? Like what, like an eight hour drive or something like that? No, it's probably like eleven. But still, 11, okay. hell, I just drove down to South Florida, turned around, came back just to see a couple of guys and shake their hands. I mean, you know, I can drive. Mm-hmm. You hear I mean, that, that, Kevin? You hear that, Kevin? I he know, drove, it's making what? me feel bad. No, 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 no. Think about it. He drove how long? Six and a half hours each way? Right. But but when we were in, when we we're both, you and I both in Orlando, you couldn't make the five-hour drive? Uh-huh. Yeah. I heard well, that. Well, you guys didn't come from Australia. Oh, sure. well, that's right. So so you, you guys fly halfway to Australia, halfway back. They don't come see you. We came from <laughs> the other place that they used to send prisoners. New Jersey. Jersey. New Jersey, yeah. The Garden <laughs> State. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right. Uh, oh, I do actually have one more news I want to plug in. I totally, yeah, I totally forgot to do. And sorry, give me a second. Let me. Uh, while you're doing that, Fred, you know what I'm going to do right now? Tell me. Start up iTunes. Okay. Yeah. It's like one of those. Old like World War Two sirens. I gotta start I sen- cranking I, it. I sense, I sense her optimism. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah, I want to. Uh, yeah. So there's a uh, there's news or more. Of, I guess it's news. Yeah. That Chris Rybert actually forwarded to us. Uh, he wanted us to to uh, advise folks that there's a new pulse charger that's out. It's called the PLC 400D. These and David. Chris has a, an unboxing overview charging video on his YouTube channel, so definitely go check it out. Chris Ryber, um, 
just Chris Roberts' YouTube channel. I didn't know Chris Roberts has over 3,000 subscribers. That's Chris nice. Roberts did a video? He wow. did a video. Nice. You know what's even you know what's even better? One of his friends made a video. I saw did that. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I don't I didn't understand it at first, but it was basically his friend acting like Chris Ryber. <laughs> I didn't know who it was. So I was like, Chris, yeah, do we have yeah. to go lump somebody up? <laughs> right. And he was like, No, that's my friend. I'm like, okay. We gotta, we gotta get all jersey mob on him. <laughs> yeah, so uh, definitely go check it out. It's you know, it's their new A C D C smart balance charger from Pulse. And um it's pretty cool looking. Cool. And I have one more announcement myself, dude. I'll make it really quick. Okay. I, I'm starting a tail boom collection this year of my oxes. Yes. Like when I plow them in and I bend the tail booms, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm putting them on my little wall above my workbench. And so far, I'm going to label two. it like wall of, of you know, fame or put something. The, put the date on it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Label it. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how many I get at the end of the year. I figured 2018, you know, it just started. I'll do something. Not counting flight counts, I might as well count twisted tail booms <laughs> and how many I go through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. So on that note, I'm gonna be standing next to you often when you fly your oxy. Come on, on the deck. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, let's move on to what's next for you in the hobby. Oh, geez, I didn't write anything. Oh, looks like yeah. Fred's the only one who wrote some. So let's start with Fred. I uh. A while back, was handed a unique uh, quadcopter. It's a uh, you know, like the five hundred or whatever unique. Yeah, quadcopter. you know, one of those wannabe phantom type things. Uh, oh. And I was working with a woman trying to get unique to answer an email, reply, do something because they, you know, before I tore into this woman's quadcopter, I wanted to make sure that we weren't going to be violating the warranty and or that there wasn't an existing issue that caused it to to drop out of the sky the first time so that, you know, if there is a, a, a internal issue, a software issue that we could send it in and have it fixed and then, you know, go from there. Um, but no, unique sucks as far as customer service. No offense to anyone. Good else. luck. But yeah. So I ordered the, went ahead and she said, just, you know, just forget about unique. We're just going to, you know, we tried everything as far as getting in contact with them. Mm-hmm. Just fix it. So I ordered the parts. They arrived. This week, I need to see about getting that put back together. And so, yes, that's my my week in the hobby. Just curious, uh, do they have a Facebook page? And if so, have you oh, tried contacting them? Yes, I, I blasted them there. I went on to every single uh, unique group. Uh, finally got them to say, hey, you know, send us an email back. Um, I got in contact with them. They said, okay, well, we're going to contact the original owner. The original owner says, yeah, they sent me a, a link to a web page. I went on it, and it went to like a, a generic cell phone page. You what? know, yeah. Oh, it was it's like I, I, it didn't make any sense. So that was just their fu. They just wanted to stall it till it went out of warranty, and now, now it's out of warranty. I mean, it's over a year later, um, since she bought it. So uh, that's the same. Yeah, I would not recommend unique to anyone. So what uh, model is it, Fred? It's the Q five hundred, I think, or something, yeah. right? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's you know, it's all right. It's it's just. I mean it. I don't know. There's guys out there that really like it. I, I'm not. It feels flimsy. It feels. I like the controller. Cheap. Yeah. Uh, the controller, like the controller looks nice. Um, mm. You know, it feels okay. The, I like the. You know, it comes with the little handheld device that you can take the gimbal off and use the mm. camera separate. But still, it's it's no GoPro. It's no. <laughs> you know, it's just you know, it's it's not quite. And this, yeah. you know, these these companies that are 
that are trying to compete with Phantom, this is why they're failing. They, yeah. I, I get it. You're selling these to people that don't know anything about the hobby, that don't know what they're doing, they're going to break it, and then they're going to try to cry and claim, you know, warranty stuff on stuff that doesn't, isn't warranty. Yeah. But regardless, you don't have good customer service. No one's going to buy it. We just, no. we just want to yeah. know, is there, this thing just kind of just all of a sudden dropped out of the air on her. Was mm-hmm. it a, a failure to follow the, the low voltage? Because, you know, I got, it could have been a low battery. Mm-hmm. She, she, She's not a drone person. She's not, you know, but we're just check it. Is there something with this particular, because she sent in the, um, the file for it, to, you know, the, the flight log. Okay. And they just wouldn't reply to her after that. So that made yeah. me think maybe there was a issue that now they just don't want to answer it. I mean, the other one, right. why not say, Hey, yeah, guys, no, everything looks good. It just looks like you had a little voltage cut off and that's why it dropped, you know, yeah. say that or interference or something. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, and then, like I said, they they send her a link that's a link to, a, like, some off-brand cell phone company. I that just was weird. That's so, yeah, very very unprofessional, in my opinion. We'll get it fixed up for get it flying again, but yeah, I, not not what I would recommend if you're looking for a um, a camera platform, an aero camera platform. Sure. Yeah, a ready to go AP platform for sure. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, let's see. What am I going to be up to? Uh, so yeah, I ordered the parts for the Oxy 4, so I'll get that main gear and get that thing ready to go. I'm going to completely take apart the head on the Oxy 2 and go over the head, the main shaft, you know, kind of start spooling things up, like build the, build the, you know, the main gear and the, the main shaft, spool it up, see if the main shaft's been, you know, I have extras, so it's not a big deal. Maybe I'll just replace it. Because I really want to get the Oxy 2 flying again, so I'll, I'll do that. Um, definitely want to go to that uh, Adam swap me, but I also want to fly, so I might just do like an hour or so at the Adam swap me, and then you know, go right after that, go to uh, I don't know, maybe I'll just bring the oxys out to my local park again, um, and just just you know smack those into, you know, just smack fly them, smack them. Let me see. Besides that, it's been forever since I flew my N7, so I mean, if I do go to the local park. Even with the N7, I'll probably just kind of run a tank through it, make sure, like, you know, the motor's not getting gummed up or anything in there and everything's still, you know, still running. Uh, I did buy a used Power Boost 105 pipe for that extra motor I have. So okay. at this point, I need to really start thinking about another nitro airframe to get. So it's currently up in the air with the Black Thunder, uh, Black Nitro Sport. That's that's really cheap um, to get in, get my hands on to, into. And then um, either that, I, I don't know what's up with the Protos. I got to talk to Alex because I thought the Protos would be out by, I thought he said like, you know, beginning of January or so. So I don't know if there's any delays in the manufacturing. But uh, I'd like to kind of get an idea when that might be coming out. Because it's really between the Protos, the Goblin. Or a Gawi NX7. So those are kind of the, the three 700 size uh, nitros that are kind of on the market. Um, you know, that I don't already have, right? So I, I want to, I, I love my N7. Um, that's definitely my go to nitro, but it's just, you know, I don't, I don't need another one. <laughs> yeah. So I'd like to try something different and, and give that, you know, give the, what I've been pretty much doing in 2017 is just trying all these new helis, trying these different companies, you know, kind of moving away from just, Siloing myself to just SAB or or oh, really? or something like that. 
Yeah. I haven't noticed. What do you mean? Why do you think I bought the Synergy in the first place? I it know, was... dude. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. I, I'm like our listeners. I know there was a ton of listeners out there going, really, Steve? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? Really, Kevin? Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm, we I'm hadn't okay. noticed. You haven't noticed? Ah, oh, man. See, I'm, I'm fighting for you listeners. Damn. damn man. So, so maybe maybe I'll try something else. Maybe miniature aircraft or something. Minair. Uh, I don't know. You gotta get one of those lines, man. Actually, that's actually another. That's another nitro, the XN. Yeah, I want to. No, s- no, electric, electric seven hundred. Electric. I have a. I have another electric seven hundred. I have the Gawi. No, I mean you gotta get a line version of a seven hundred. So when you're done with it, you can sell it to me. You didn't see where that was. Where I was going with that? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you want to buy my scale bird? I know. We gotta talk about that. Oh, oh. Ooh. <laughs> and, and then we got to talk about you coming over to help me build another shed for all my shit. <laughs> and, then, and then help you move to Florida. And then help me move to Florida. <laughs> you're going to have so much shit. You so want this is free fall RC swap meet. <laughs> yeah. you know what's going to be funny? <laughs> what's going to be funny is when you and your wife move down to Florida and she actually sees what you have in your shed and your freaking garage, she is going to blow her mind. She's like, what? Where the fuck have you been hiding all this shit? Yeah, but are we have to rent a separate truck just for that. I think I'm gonna have to detour to Fred's house, drop some shit <laughs> off. You fly yeah. down, honey. I'll take the trailer down. No problem. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, it's gonna be an adventure. So, so what? What, what are you up to this weekend, then, Kevin? Oh, I'm hoping I'm gonna. I want to fix that Oxy 255. I want to fly it. I want to put the Neo from the 570 on the. 285, I want to post up eventually, maybe not this weekend, the 380 and the 570. I want to, I want to get rid of those too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let me ask you, you guys, all of you guys, like, um, my 380 has a little damage to it. Uh, you saw it, Steve, the, the skids and yeah. I, my 570, I fixed and I was flying it with the damaged canopy. Now, when I go to sell this, should I repair that or should I just post it up as being, uh, to me, I want to repair it. But I don't know well, what you guys, how you guys feel about stuff. Like it, that. it depends. Like you can fix it, but you're not going to get that much more out of it. You know, yeah, what I mean? that's, like, that's cool. I mean, I just look know. at this from the buyer's point of view. You know, so I'm I'm iffy about that because, like, as long as you're full disclosure, saying like, here is exactly what's wrong with it, and I priced it, Goblin, say Goblin three eighty, right? You're like, you know, airframe for like two hundred bucks with all your parts, all your spare canopy, everything. You know, like. With the, with the motor, you know, and, and the ESE per se, right? Because you don't really need those anymore. And the battery right. packs. Like 250 it's pretty a good deal, even in the condition it's at right now. Um, shipped. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but, like, your 570, I mean, to tell you the truth, I think if you took your 570 made it two-bladed, you'd probably enjoy it. I, I, you know? Yeah. I feel like, you, you know, because we went with the whole three-blade craze, and really, we never tuned it. We never got it tuned flying right, you know? And so, I mean. Yeah, and it was actually flying pretty good the yeah. last couple of flights I had on it. I just don't grab it to go to the field anymore because I'm loving the, the 690 so much. But, yeah, probably should think about doing Because, you, you know, you don't really have that middle size, right? You're like, it's either yeah. Oxy or it's your 690. Yeah. So it yeah, might be good, you know. It's I mean, Barry I, I, Manilow or it's freaking Slayer, dude. It's yeah, right. One extreme to Ooh, the other. Barry Manilow. Um, yeah. Damn, I, I take offense. Oh, sorry, sorry, Oxy. Referencing the Oxy as Barry Manilow, that is terrible. I, I'm, all right, so it's one or eleven, or it's I don't know. 
<laughs> how would you? I don't know. I don't know how to compare it. Like I don't know. I compare it to like sucks. like you know maybe like I don't know something like. All right, it's the pissed off bumblebee or it's the pissed off pterodactyl. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> there I mean, you if go. you want to do you want to do music, it'd be like and do something rock or metal. It's like. Yeah, maybe, you know, Megadeth compared to, like, Slayer or, or what's, like, an even crazier band nowadays, you know, in, in the metal industry. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, yeah, I, I don't know. 570, I wish I, I gave mine a more opportunity and, and switched it to a two-blade head and kept the 12S setup because 12S was a beast on that thing. I, I did enjoy it. I just didn't like all the wobbles and weird yeah. feeling i get you know on a cyclic because of the three-bladed system i yeah, just and I get that on mine i get the exact same thing yeah and i bet you you put two blade on it and it just flies like you know but you hear like back back when rchn you know like they everyone you know like nick and and dan love the 570 two blade yeah. and you know i never really got that feeling like it's like it was cool it was it was nice but i think it's because we bought the three-bladed version that just didn't have it was just more parts to buy, and it just didn't ever fly right. We just couldn't get it tuned right, you know. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe take the, maybe just get the sell the three eighty, take that money, and just buy the two blade ahead and give it a try. And if you don't like it, then you just sell everything. You know, you sell the two blade and the three blade ahead, and and then you know. Go Always for start it. with three blade good and run uh, like a lower cyclic gain. Yeah, it's much slower, but. It's also, I don't know, it's weird, though. Like, it just never settled in, no matter what I put Cyclic Gain to. It seemed like it was, wow. yeah, you had to really go into the PIDs and, like, really tune it. Yeah, yeah. And you really noticed it when you flipped it up over, when you went inverted. You really kind of noticed it, the bobble it had. Yeah. The tail. For me, it was always the, um, um, when you go to positive negative, when you transition from your yeah. positive negative, it would give it like a little wobble on the head or on the tail. You know, okay. And it just it never flew right. I don't know why, you know. Um, hmm. And we both had the same issue, and it was both when we had Icon and with the Neo. So it's not like Flybar specific. It's mm. you know I, I ran twelve, he ran six, so it's not like that was you know right, a common right. thing. So I, it really what came down to I think tuning the three bladed head, and um, you know some folks have good luck with it. They know what they're doing. Kevin yeah. and I don't know what we're doing, so <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know. I don't know we'll shit about how to it. You know, yeah. So, um, but yeah. Anyways, uh, so that's what you can be up to. Or you got anything else, Scott? And still printing, still printing still like printing. mad and trying not to get high on CA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charles, right. what are you up to, man? This this week, we got coming. Uh, uh, not much. It's probably same thing as usual. Thing with the okay. guys, try to do as many flights as I can possible. So where where do you fly then? Like since you don't have like a local club by you, we basically have it's a church that owns this property. Mm-hmm. It's maybe uh maybe twelve fifteen acres. Oh wow, that's nice. Big. Um, they allow us to basically go out there and uh, fly. That's basically it. Nice. So you guys you guys are members of the congregation or? No. Well, one of the guys that fly airplanes there, he is. So okay. he kind of gave us the, you know, the green light, you know, nice. to fly out. So, you know, yeah, pretty nice spot. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. That's cool. I tell you, some of these churches have some really big pieces of land. So that that's cool. 
to, to like yeah. and and you know a lot of them are really cool about letting guys use it too even if you're not part of the congregation depends mm-hmm. like you said you got one guy if you get one guy mm-hmm. uh, i know yeah. we used to race cars back in the day inside the church in the winter time not in wow. the church in the pews but in their like <laughs> room, say, you know? <laughs> yeah, not jumping off you know <laughs> the the podium or anything like that but yeah we used to race in like their wreck uh side of the church sure um, sure yeah but yeah the, it was cool yeah, yeah. Man. They're, so, usually, you know, they're usually cool about it yeah we have that or we go to a, you know it's a high school out, out mm-hmm. in chesapeake also we go to so yeah okay yeah. cool Awesome. All right. Yeah, yeah. We usually give an option if you want to give content for if anybody, like one of our listeners, want to reach yeah, out sure. to you or something. I'm pretty much on Facebook, you know, so you could always send me a PM, Facebook Messenger, whatever. So, you know, Charles Carrington, senior. All right. That's, yeah, man. Yeah. So you can get in contact with Charles, send him up on Facebook. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to thank you, Charles, for taking the time to come on the show. Yeah. Thanks, Charles. Yeah. No good to talk to you. And, uh, uh, yeah, let's. Uh, can't wait to. Uh, I guess Spring Fling will probably be the first event we'll we'll see you at. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, you yeah. should try to make it up to the Jersey ones too. There's South Jersey, um, usually later in the year, and then and then the free fall one we do, uh, which is Central Jersey. So it might be a bit of a haul for you, but um, yeah, be cool. Not too bad. Not too bad. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. I guess uh, let's do our wrap up. Wrap it All up. Right. Okay, Facebook likes. We are at 742. That's plus two this week, and Facebook has blessed us with one name. And that one name is Eric (laughs) Strausser. I don't even know if it's worth putting the music for that. Uh, (laughs) uh, Are you saying that it's not worth putting music for Eric Strausser, one of our listeners? Oh, not as you put it that way. Definitely worth it. All right, Eric. You put it that way. Cue the yeah. music. It's not. <laughs> it's not worth it. Well, because the music was because I would always butcher people's names. You know, I mean, unless I butchered Eric's name, which I don't think I did. You know, I don't know. But you're you're the one who edits this. You have freedom to do what you want. I am. I am doing it. Do it's it. already done. It's done. Yep, I hear it right now. <laughs> All right, Facebook comments. What do we got? Facebook comments. Um, I had a pic- couple pictures of me printing the plane, um, and uh, we had some funny comments. Um, you know, guys want to know. I think I talked about it last week a little bit, but uh, I posted more pictures, and you know, Rob said that's a lot of printing, and Jason asked, Jason Hobbs asked, how long does it take to complete? And I was guesstimating it off of my. Um, before I started making some more changes, uh, I was guesstimating like 120 hours. It's probably going to be half that because I'm banging parts out now pretty quick. Um, and I probably, if I tweaked it even more, I could probably get the printer to go even quicker. But, uh, uh, it's been, it's been a really fun experience. I, uh, if you guys are, te- I mean, we're all kind of technical being in the hobby. Um, you know, don't be afraid to like dive into something like this. Uh, you know, clear a little spot on the bench and, Give it a shot, you know. Mm-hmm. I can always drive to your house and try and help you out. But uh, Dave Crawford, right. our buddy Dave, he... my what's that, Fred? I said, let me get you my address. Okay. <laughs> Dave Dave Crawford said, uh, nice, it looks like you've figured it out. 
Uh, how many times have you glued your fingers to the plane while putting it together? <laughs> I think Dave put one of these together because he was talking uh, back and forth uh, uh-huh. that he had purchased the the steer bin as well. Yeah, but yeah, Dave, I've only done that a couple of times. It's um, it's it's easier than it's not as easy as you think to glue two pieces together and get it in the like right orientation. I've screwed that up a few times, and uh, being as being the different print now, it's. It's a lot thinner and, uh, it's, it's just different. So, uh, but it, it's, I, I marvel at the engineering, you know, the more I go through and I'm definitely going to probably pick up something else. Like I'm, I'm already looking at maybe the, the Spitfire or something or the, I'd love to do the P38. I think that's such a gorgeous plane. Yeah. And Fred, I figured out my, um, I know Steve, you were asking too about my, um, my my retraction settings and and getting better prints and i'm starting to get really good results to where i'm going to try printing something clear oh nice so we'll see how that goes too that's gonna be cool yeah so that's i i saw that um and you know facebook comments that we had we had a bunch of guys commenting on on fred's thing um peter watling Mm -hmm. uh the guy from united kingdom was uh really saying thanks for uh posting that list of the tiny whoop parts the budget stuff so um Good job, Fred. Hey, thanks. And uh, that's all I got, man. Yeah, I also want to mention our good friend Chris Breams. He posted a whole bunch of pictures of his telemaster that he's building. So, and he also posted a, a little short video clip on, like, uh, I guess it's the kind of like an alignment tool that he uses. Uh, I don't know if it came with the kit or not, but how do you get like you know the fuse doublers and stuff on there? Rybert posted a couple pictures of him. And a couple of videos of his E5 Super Stretch, which mm. weighs in at nine pounds, which is freaking insane. Wow! A seven, running seven, you know, your uh, was it seven sixteens on the on the mains? Yeah, damn, so, that's crazy, crazy, crazy autos just like floats forever. Um, so Chris, yeah, so the Chris and Chris, you know, they put a whole bunch of content in the visitor post section, definitely. It cool. looks like uh, Chris Breams also got a Carl Goldberg Piper Cub, which is nice. It's, it's not like the Great Plains ones. It's a little more, you know, I guess harder to get nowadays. I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. So thanks, guys. Okay, let's see. What do we have for website comments? I didn't see anything via the website this week. No, I have. What do you got? So Anthony Hearn. Um, emailed us regarding a heli show, and he says he lives in England. There's a TV program about building vehicles, you know, uh, cars, motorcycles, planes, and helicopters. And he has a copy of the heli video. It's called Chopper is Born, and a series of 15, 22-minute videos. So it's about six and a half gigs. Um, he wants to show it to us, uh, you know, have us take a look at it, but he just, you know, he needs to know how we can send, the, you know, that that much hard drive, you know, that much uh, video clip space. So. I did mention to him, I replied back to him, uh, Anthony, if you didn't see the email already, but uh, yeah, Google Drive, if you have, you set up a free Google Gmail account, and that comes with a Google Drive that gives you 15 gigs, and all you do is upload it to that, and then just share it out to freefrc at gmail.com, and we'll have access to actually download those video clips, so we can take a look at it. So oh, very cool. Yeah, so definitely uh, do that. And then I'm I guessing know- this is a full-size helicopter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing it's it's full scale. So fifteen half hour videos. That, mm-hmm. That'd be pretty crazy, man. 
yeah, I think that'll be a pretty uh, pretty interesting view. Uh, you know, just seeing how these like how how they do the the you know um, the swash setup and your your you know the whole collective system on on a real helicopter, right? How they dude, build they that just stuff. eyeball it. I, I feel like I feel like they just take an RC helicopter. They just take an RC helicopter and reverse engineer it for the big one. No, isn't that's not how they do it? No. Oh, okay. Maybe it's the other way around then. You know what they do? They dress it with some forty weight oil and some gauze pads, and and ten pound ball bearings. <laughs> okay. Come on, guys! It's all ball bearings these days. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh. People of Podbean. What do we got? Oh, people of Podbean. You know, Podbean was giving me a little issue before I couldn't log in, but luckily I did. And our buddy, BVGHJ, Jericho Byrne, is back and he uh, liked episode 108 and 109, uh, Horizon Hobby with Pete Holy and 109, the fabulous Las Vegas Fun Fly with Gail. And we had two guys follow us this week, uh, P. Della Cruza. And Danzig85. Danzig, and I, nice. And I can just about tell you who Danzig85's favorite band is. Yes. It ain't Barry Manilow. Close. Very close to it. It's the Evil Elvis, dude. Glenn Danzig. Evil. Yes. Yeah. They just call him the Evil Elvis. Didn't know that. Evil Elvis, huh? All right. Uh, wait, so are we done with Podbean? People popping? Yes. Yeah. Um, that oh, was okay. it. Yep. All right, let's see iTunes review. I fired okay. iTunes up oh. earlier, and yes, we go right into it because there's nothing. There are no new iTunes reviews. Okay, drop us an iTunes review, and we'll read the review on the next episode. Email us at free4rc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash free4rc podcast. Check out our webpage, free4rc podcast. Yeah, okay, that was that didn't work. <laughs> Trying to do it really fast, like you know they do in those... Uh, you know, like the, the legal things, you know, the legal blurbs at the end of like videos and stuff. Um, but that didn't work. Anyways, yeah, say hi to Chris. Ryber. Ryber. Flight Test Forums, off the field audio and video production. Other than Flight Test Podcast, Free Forestry Podcast, sitting next to our friends, the FT Community Cast. Hey, I'm Patrick. Michael, Mike. Mike. <laughs> nice. Oh, boy, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> rcheliHangouts.com forum under RC Heli Hangouts main section podcast corner and free for RC podcast sitting next to our friends the RC Heli Hooligans podcast and full pitch hey Walt Nick and Jimmy Jones Jimmy 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 Jones <laughs> Jimmy Jones alright uh, so yeah thanks again Charles for coming on the show it was, uh, it was our you. pleasure to have you um, yeah dude thanks man can't wait to yeah. walk up and say hi shake your hand man yeah no problem. Hell yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, get some flights yeah. in and shit. You know. Yep. Absolute time. Can't wait. Awesome, man. All right. Thanks to our listeners. We are skies, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. Later. See you, Fred. Bye. Bye, Fred. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna start that. So drop us an iTunes review, and we'll read the review on the next episode. Like <laughs> <laughs> really. Put some tone behind it. Damn it, Fred. Yeah? Fred, stop talking when other people are talking. <laughs> We're getting a lot of people that are commenting like that. They're like, that Fred guy. We love him, but damn, he needs to shut up now. <laughs>
Oh, no, no. It's good. I like having Fred on the show. I think he just stopped talking. I know. Or he just muted and forgot. Like, purposely forgot. What? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, uh, I'm going to go check on my printing. Yeah. See what see what Santa Claus has brought me. I'm going to go check on my cursive. Fred's going to go have his um, his peanut butter and tomato sandwich. Mmm. So I saw a, uh, a friend of mine that lives over in Japan. He's got, um, I think it was jalapeno and Snickers ice cream. Whoa. Oh, my God. What was he playing? Really? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't really doing it for me either, but, you know, he was excited. <laughs> wow. Well, when you eat octopus twenty four seven, I got. I guess you got to look for something else, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I do like jalapeno and um, cream cheese on a burger. Yeah, dude, but you like Weird, ketchup on a hot dog, so I can't. I can't take any of your well, taste buds seriously. <laughs> no, jalapenos and cream cheese, I can see because you do it with the jalapeno poppers. Yes, it's like very similar to that. It gives so it a nice you're, kick. You're just doing the gluten free version with no uh, no breading. No, no, no. But I do it on a burger. <laughs> I do it on a burger with like you know, um, you know, bread. <laughs> oh. So and uh, we have one that's that's kind of like they cater to the plains, you know, basically. Mm. But um, you know, but far as it's Helly's no, no. <laughs> nope but you know I think that was a phone vibrating yeah <laughs> it yeah. sounded like honk honk I was like what the- <laughs> I thought that was Fred like oh talking about a plane club <laughs> uh, uh, nope I had mine on mute you can't play me <laughs> ah, damn it yeah that that might have been me I don't know <laughs> no, no problem yeah no worries yeah, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Yeah, let me, yeah. It sounded yeah, like a kazoo right. or something. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah. Aww. laughs> <Well>, anyways, um, <clears throat> and in true fashion, I'm the only one ready to go. What the hell? Whatever happened to punctuality? This is why I quit jobs. By the way. Because I'm usually ready to rock and roll at the proper time. And as that goes on and the day goes on, eight hours later, I'm ready to leave. When the guy that shows up late now, three, four hours, is the one who's telling me, Oh, well, wait a minute. You have to work till four because I'm going to work till four. That's when I'm like, really, dickhead? You came in at 11.30. I was here at 7. And now you want to work till 4? Okay. Or the 2 o'clock. I love the 2 o'clock thing. Like, I don't know what it is with some of these people. But after 2 o'clock, it's like, ba-boom. Let's go to work. Let's let's get some stuff done. Really, knucklehead? Where were you from freaking 7 to 2? Where were you for freaking 7 hours? You don't want to work with me. You don't. I've come to that conclusion. You really, n- no one on this planet should ever work with me because eventually I'm so boring. You're going to fall asleep and I'm going to wind up taking pictures of you. I have tons of, <laughs> doesn't sound right, but I have tons of pictures of my coworkers sleeping. <laughs> that is the creepiest thing I think I've ever said. 
Oh, shit. See, now Steve should know damn well not to leave me alone in front of a microphone. It's going to get political, damn it. All right. Wow. Had a uh, had a brain failure right there. Uh, Steve's online, but he has not accepted my call. This is great because I could talk for hours, dude. This is another reason why you just don't want to work with me because I'm going to talk and talk. I'm going to talk and talk and talk. And I'm going to point out mindless shit. And if you're not in Kevinville, you're not going to get any of it. I had to get that out, though. When do I get a chance to be one-on-one with you guys, the listeners? I really should do my own show. Here's Kevin. That'll be the theme song. Here's Kevin. That'd be awesome. If I don't have anything to say, I can just stare into the microphone for like an hour. How are you? I mean... Listen to that while you're at work, right? I mean, you're at work. You're freaking bored as it is. You can just listen to me staring at you. Yo! There you are. What's up? What up? There you are. You want to adjust volume? There you are. Oh, no. Dude, you sound better. (laughs) Do I? Yeah. It's good to hear. Good to hear that someone is checking my audio quality. Fred. Who wouldn't do that, uh, Fred? What? Fred. What? Hey, listen, whenever you sound like crap, I tell you. It's not do my you? fault you <laughs> A week later. Do you? Yeah, yeah, you tell me when the episode comes out. Dude, by the way, you sound like crap. <laughs> Fred. Yeah? <coughs> hey, I, st- I, haven't, I haven't even listened to this uh, last week's episode yet, so I can't complain for that. I didn't finish it. I'm on, like, the last... I don't know. Did we? Is this the weekend? That's, was this the last episode where um, Fred was told to shut up? Yeah, I think so. Right. What? This not going to happen anymore? No. Yeah, I was about to say what? What's wrong? Are you okay? You feeling okay, there, Kevin? I'm actually a little under the weather because you guys left me unattended with an open microphone, and I was just rambling and rambling and rambling. <laughs> you guys should know better. You're like my wife that leaves me alone with the liquor cabinet. You should know better. It's her fault. Saturday night when she comes home and I'm trashed. Hey, hey, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the big uh, the kerfuffle with the AMA this month? The big kerfuffle, dude. I love kerfuffle. I love that word, Fred. You know what I yeah, think yeah. of when I hear that word? Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, like the original. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe because they used it in that film and I haven't heard it since. Like 1978? That he just craving chocolate. Maybe. Yeah, chocolate fix. But Charles is going to like leave if we don't get to it. He's going to be like, what is this nonsense? <laughs> hey, uh, hey, maybe that's why you got that whole chocolate factory thing going because we got Charles on. <laughs> just stupid. <laughs> what the hell was that? Oh, because the kid's Charles, name was Charlie? Charles chocolate factory. Charlie Charles, and the chocolate factory. Oh, my God. Come on, guys. Oh, right. Get with the program there. All right, all right. Hey Kevin, uh, yeah, you'll be happy. You'll be happy to know that kerfuffle is actually in the dictionary. I am happy to know that. <laughs> I didn't realize. I looked it up just for the heck of it. I don't is, even know how to spell that, dude. Is that your Webster's from like 1978? That dictionary? Uh, it's it's uh it's on um. You know what also the, is in the dictionary? Probably manscaping, dude. And so the dictionary really is losing its value to me. I, I love that the, the only thing you know how to Scottish English as early as the 16th century kerfuffle wow that doesn't mean you should be using it today you're, you're proving my point dude 
uh, you know what? Manscaping wasn't used in the 16th century, so okay. you know, it's mm. the, your, your correlation does not equate. Okay. They just called you Greek back then. Just uh, <laughs> called you Greek. Uh, freaking Earl of Sandwich. <laughs> Oh, wow. He sandwich. even has it in news and announcements. Damn it, kerfuffle! <laughs> oh, let's see. How do you spell that? Let me see. Uh, I know. I know you guys must be deeply. So here I am. I did. Yeah. What were you last week? You had like a. You went to something, right? I yeah, saw you it on, went to a kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. No, no. I was. I was home <laughs> last week for the Tuesday night, but I didn't make it to the show. 